Um, uh, time jizz. Not that's what I want. Not Persona Five tips. Oh, did you start playing Persona Five? Oh, I've been playing for off time. and on for months. Okay, I've just but... I, I I recently downloaded it, but we'll talk. We can talk about that at a different time. <laughs> I I beat the first main boss of Elden Ring finally after oh. a month. Yeah. I've been playing this Japanese have, detective game called Judgment, have, but I finally got a PS5. So, so anyway, sick, hell yeah! Do you have any maidens? Um, I've I've got my one maiden. I'm not maidenless okay. no more. Okay, hell yeah, dude! Iron. That's maiden. my favorite. Iron maiden. That's the, my favorite thing I've heard. Is like the one of the first things in the game is someone's like, "You got no, you got no." <laughs> yeah, the very first thing is like, it's, "Hello, virgin." <laughs> sick. Fuck you, dude. And then another lady's like, want to cuddle? Sick. Okay, this is a video game. <laughs> it's like God of War. But uh, less weird. Except I play a wizard lady who has a giant wizard beard. It's really Yeah. Cool. And you don't have, you don't have, there's not a, a sex scene that you play. Or um, a puzzle <laughs> solved by a decapitated human head. <laughs> Sounds like a good game, dude. Yeah, I think it was the third, the second or third one. It was weird. You like had to press X to thrust. <laughs> thrust. Thrust. <laughs> it's not a bad game, yeah. dude. You got to get that sexual rhythm down. That's not a bad game. <laughs> anyway, uh, 59? 69, yeah, but you're right. Wait, wait. Drop. Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends, my better friends, who love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt Stone of the Caldwell Stones. Hello, I'm Isai. Or am I Ezekiel? Oh, shit. Oh. Your <laughs> Are you Isai's brother, Ezekiel? No, Isai's brother. Isai's brother's Ethan. That's true. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm the other brother. The other brother? <laughs> Um, I'm I'm just Zach this time. Oh, just Zach, just just just, just Zach. Just, Me, just, just Zach. Zach's taking the uh, gimmick of Just Joe from the uh, 2001 WWF era. <laughs> just Zach coming to you Thursdays on ABC. Or like when Cody weirdly said that WWE wouldn't let him use the Rhodes name when it wasn't true. <laughs> oh yeah, that just was something he lied about. Yeah, it turns out there Sick. wasn't as much of a shit with it that he, he made. Seems like he Cody just, just likes to say things that make him look like an underdog because there's no yep. other real life situation where he's an <laughs> the, underdog. The, the three star savior, Cody Rhodes. Just kidding. He had Seems a better so. showing this time. I just was reminded of that very good BTE bit from a few years ago recently. Oh, yeah. Seems like Cody and Tony have a lot in common. 
they like blaming other people for stuff. Yeah, sometimes when you're so similar with someone else, you you know, it causes friction. Maybe it's that's true. Almost like that, this that's is all, a car. That's all, that's all bots that are saying that stuff. <laughs> I, I've actually uh, I paid for a study <laughs> about this. Independent study. I've done my own I, the thing is, I believe him, but what a nerd ass thing to do. <laughs> Um, real quick, we are taking a break from uh, NXT. This is going to be like one of our old ones where we just kind of shoot the shit. But really, we're going to talk about WrestleMania. But Are there's some weird, some some silly stuff that's been happening in wrestling as of late. Like Tony Khan doing an independent study saying that someone hired bots to say bad things about AEW, insinuating that it was WWE who did it. No, it dude. Pay, it if it that. was, it would probably... Like, like, duh. Like, to me, like, it doesn't, like, there's nothing surprising about anything about that. No. Yeah. Like, like, true. Not at all. And the thing is, like, I know it wasn't fucking Vince or Nick Khan who did it. Like, it's some other lower down lackey, probably in the marketing department. Like, you know, they might have said something like, oh, do, do what you can to, to, you know, really give us a better social media look. Right. Or like it's someone trying to hit metrics in the marketing department in the social department. But to like, me too, it's like even if yeah, even if there's a bunch of spam out there that's just trying to drive SEO down for AEW or whatever, it's also such a dumb way to like shirk credit like valid criticism to be like, no, nothing anyone says about us is actually bad. That's all robots. We're actually the Whoa. best. We're actually the best wrestling promotion ever. Where it's like you made so many empty promises. Be as a way company. more frantic as you're saying that. <laughs> start the the more you talk and the hoarser your voice gets start you know pivoting into your bernie sanders impression i feel like that i feel like that's gonna on after five minutes of yelling uh, yeah i will not be doing that (laughs) um yeah you could do your larry david doing a bernie sanders impression (laughs) there you go then you're impersonating two jewish men yeah (laughs) it's all great well yeah exactly if i'm gonna go down on a ship i want it to be a big ship and then I'm going to impersonate Matt impersonating Larry David impersonating Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And then I'll impersonate so I'm fine. the, I'll impersonate so I'm the fine internet responding to this little bit. Yeah, you're you're yeah. punching up and making fun of a white person who happens to be making fun of two Jewish exactly. people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm the bad guy here. And I'm going to impersonate... Derek listens to Screwdriver. Yeah, I'm going to impersonate Oster's Italians. Say a slur right now. <laughs> Do it, yeah. Oster, say a slur right now. Don't, don't. Um, Please don't. Fuck. Okay. Uh, crackers. Okay. All right. Ow. Actually, get out. Ow. Except for uncle. I was say, I've got an uncle who would have something to say about that. Well, I got I got something to say. Um, Mario's not say. Italian anymore. He's normal now. He's normal. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. That's what Chris Pratt said about Mario. I know, Chris Pratt can just dig his own holes. We don't need to help him with that. <laughs> it's the funniest thing because people are like, yeah, it, he can't really be racist against Italians anymore. And then he's like, hold on, hold on. Let me get in here. Let me get yeah, in wait here. A yeah, actually, I can find a way. <laughs> Let me find a way to be racist against them and literally everyone. Like, <laughs> because everyone but white people, like, normal, by saying uh-huh. uh, they're normal now. <laughs> yeah. Fucking goddamn it, Andy Dwyer. You blew it. You really fucking blew it. One of them is not normal. Scott Steiner. He said in a promo. Yeah. Dude, you know, I'm, I'm a not, kid not, freak, and I'm not normal. 
We're just, I know we're just hopping all around. We'll find a semblance. Yeah, I'm sorry. We'll, no, we'll, I'm we'll sorry. find a semblance of a path, but while we're going wild, like just yeah. as of when we're recording this, I just finished that match where Wheeler Yuta got his face scraped off oh. and then still fought his way through John Moxley. Oh my gosh. Wow, it's just kicking energy. at it finishes. Dude, I was like, I was like, not doing too much. Oh my God. Honestly, a little Dude, bit at fucking the fucking paradigm shift. At the end of the match, I was like, dude, you could have eaten that paradigm shift. You didn't have to kick out of that one too. The, so that's definitely uh, Wheeler's first time doing the blade job right <laughs> i i would fucking believe so because that was like zach gowan or even eddie eddie guerrero i think eddie guerrero and like that one cena one against batista are still worse because mm. cena was just like dude or, or dustin at du- dustin at double or nothing but this one was dustin was, was maybe the worst it was coagulating coming out of him. it was like spurting out yeah but yeah this was definitely a uh, pretty high up on the mood scale of blood yeah, but honestly, yeah. it was so much fun, especially when he's like rubbing the blood all over his chest. It's like, Ew. so, so they're building this little guy. Is that what that? Yeah. That's what they're so doing. They're building, they're building this little guy, the Ring of Honor Pure Champion. Like, oh, okay, that's a cool fucking belt. So this it, is this is how my brain works, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. And it was also helped out by having some of the pen beforehand. So I was, you know, orbiting planet Stasiak, yeah, or maybe. planet RVD, um, and. Where I was just talking about the Wheeler Yuta match. I just watched it, and then I thought about Wheeler's Long Burgers, and so I tweeted out the Long Burger yesterday. That's, oh. that's the connection. Yeah, Shout yeah, out Nampa. Yeah. Um, what's weird is because, like, mom. yeah, after we do one boxing practice in my basement, Dude, Long Burgers after boxing—that's a good day. Yeah, no. that was a weird day. Man. Was it Albert? Who else came? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking um, Albert came. But I heard something interesting where like the story initially with Wheeler was like Trent doesn't like him. Yeah. <laughs> Trent's like you're not you're not one of us. And then Trent got his the shit kicked out of him by Brian and is kind of like taking a back seat to Wheeler to yeah. like boost Wheeler. Trent, Trent That's kind of cool. Look just like a total asshole. Like yeah. you suck. Uh, you're not part of us. And then gets his ass handed to him by by doesn't Daniel. Doesn't he t- just take the dumbest bumps? <laughs> yeah, I love I love fucking Big Greg, big fan of of Trent Beretta, but oh my god, I, he's gonna die. I miss, I absolutely miss his his tope to nothing. <laughs> when he would just randomly do that in a SmackDown match in two thousand and just what, dive into the abyss. Whatever. Yeah, I, I actually uh, saw a clip of it the other day of him doing one. Also, I saw another one. Where I, I forgot who didn't catch, him, but somebody just totally missed catching him too. Rude. Yeah, all, all that's to say is what a goddamn wild week it's been. That episode of Rampage yeah. was nuts. But yeah, we're and and this is all post a really fucking fun WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. WWE's time. whole thing of like, man, if we just have no expectations, man, uh, people are gonna we're gonna accidentally shit out a really cool event, and then everyone's gonna love us, and then be disappointed within a couple weeks when we can't follow. I up. know. Right? <laughs> Where it's like they they do such a good job of setting the table sometimes, and then being like, actually, I don't want this for dinner. I don't want this. Fuck this. And then it's well, like it's, over. Well, it's like that. Like they had like this amazing dinner. It's like you know what? We're doing it again next week. And then it's like they're like change the whole things. Like never mind. Bologna sandwiches. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. We ran out of time, so we we made some beat. We made some hamburger helper, which is well, still tasty. But it's and we don't even have the noodles. We just have actually have the hamburger. A bologna sandwich in the middle of a desert when you haven't eaten, like you know, in months. Which like basically we biscuit. haven't. 
We haven't <laughs> eaten good wrestling from WWE at that level in months and months and months. And they deliver us this bologna sandwich of WrestleMania. And then the second taste of bologna sandwich, you know, that we get in the follow-ups is like, oh, that's right. It's just bologna and I'm not starving anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Actually, um, what's really, okay, this, this is a really good yes. connection for me. When I was when I was dying and then came back to life, um, yes. the first thing I the first thing I ate and I cried after I ate it was the worst turkey sandwich and like the blandest <laughs> French fries and a Pepsi. Oh, you, like, you know it wasn't it wasn't a Coke. Yeah, noted noted Cokehead. Um, mm-hmm. But it, like at that moment, it was the best fucking thing in the world, best meal oh. of my life. Because it was like my first meal of food in three weeks or four weeks. Yeah, we. I, yeah, it I was like a bomb. In a recent episode yeah. like that when I was in the hospital, first thing I ate after like days and days was fucking terrible stir fry, and it was the best stir fry. Yeah, when you're yeah exactly, and they gave it to us, and I loved it. I had a good time. Hot takes, favorite night, night one or night two, one, one. Um, yeah, it was one for me as well. Yeah, one. All around, two had one of my favorite wrestling moments of all um, time. One started so slow for me, but then picked up to be so great. And I thought two was like more just good throughout the whole thing with Dude, like a couple dips. But there was some dips in two, and I think that the uh, the climax or the jizzing mm-hmm. on night two just didn't hit as hard as night one. But it never was going to, no matter what. Yeah, I I had high. I we'll just get into it. Let's go. Uh, Let's we'll talk about we'll talk about night two later. Call you Brandon uh, Harry because you got high hopes. Yeah. Okay. Let's start yeah. With, uh, here's the the pre 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 show of what um, SmackDown SmackDown uh, seek out Ricochet and against uh, Angel Umberto. It was really really good. Okay. They, they okay. gave him a lot of time to just do some shit, and all three of them are great. Um, and so yeah. Just watch that match. Yeah, mid mid card list uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, which is always fun. Well, no, just no, no, like no, sign of creative because it's WrestleMania SmackDown. So SmackDown was WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, that's where they yeah. And then stand and deliver. Watch that fucking ladder match. It was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I got goosebumps. I teared up for uh, Grimy, and so it was yeah. that. Yeah, match who was, was in it? Who's so in fucking it? Sick. It was um, Grayson Waller, uh, Sola Sokoa. Um, Cameron Grimes, old Grimy. Um, who the fuck else was in it? Uh, obviously, the champion. I want to call him his indie name because I can't think of his other name. Christian um, um Why can't I only think of Trick Williams' name and not the actual champion? Carmelo right Hayes. Carmelo Hayes. Oh, okay. And there was another person that was in it. I, okay. I feel like I'm forgetting. Is Grayson Waller the woke guy or... No, that's Joe uh, Grayson Waller is the social media guy. Yeah. So he is he like... Is he? Grayson Waller's the guy that bugs? attacked Johnny Gargano on his way out. Oh, duh! Fucking the, the fucking handsome Mexican Santos Escobar. How could, oh. I, how could I forget him? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe because NXT 2.0 is forgettable. Um, it, it's 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 starting to not but, be like as grating. Oh, because Dolph's champion. Uh, well, he's not anymore. <laughs> but um. <laughs> You could just tell it, it's not the same thing, but it's not supposed to be. And it's no, like, no, 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 no. I know that. To be, and it makes me sad to this day. But mm-hmm. that match was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And also, I loved the tag match. But there's some bad stuff going on that it seems like there's just a lot of 
murky water, so I don't even want to go into it because it seems like it's just a mess. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah, we can leave it. It's a uh, really shitty situation where literally every single person involved has reason for you to not give them the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Um, as a person in their past, which makes it like I'll just say it like we don't and have res- to go into and it, receipts but- that also like oh. Okay, oh, so hang on, hang on. One, second, one second, one second, because now I'm so confused. Um, Just briefly, what is yeah, going on? What, yeah, what, what are you talking is it? About? Nash, Nash Carter. Nash Carter from MSK has been released from WWE um, oh. after his wife, um, uh, Kimberly, yeah. who was in the Mae Young cl- Classic, um, basically tweeted out saying that uh, he had uh, physically abused her oh. um, with a picture of her with like a split lip. Um there's a lot of, of like accusations going both ways and other people from the wrestling world getting involved and literally everyone involved are people who have like problematic things in their past because it's oh, like okay. Gigi Dolan is his <laughs> current girlfriend are separated yeah. um she's had shit with you know when she defended Darby Allen and basically mm-hmm. was victim blaming like gotcha. uh, mm-hmm. people yeah. there his um, partner's um Wesley's wife getting involved who's not mm-hmm. in wrestling but mm-hmm. then there's a lot of apparently receipts and this this and that and so that's why I was like it's really murky waters yeah it's, especially yeah, the it's wrestling a very community sensitive subject the wrestling com- fandom community loves to ho- put themselves in the situation of very serious situations like that. So yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Maybe we should leave that, that alone. Yeah. So I, but just to like, that's really unfortunate. Explain what it is and stuff, but it's yeah, literally in Kimberly has a lot of shit too. So like yeah. we, you always want to believe victims and in, in everything. Um, but she has lost that benefit of doubt in other times before. So that's, yeah. there's not yeah. really worth getting into it past that. Cause who the fuck knows, but he's gone after they won the uh, titles at stand and deliver. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, Oh, hell yeah, please give us and another tournament. I love tournaments. NXT. Yeah, yeah just like when Enzo was released. Yeah, give us a tournament. That honestly, Classic was awesome. Or the Cruiserweight uh, tournament. Honestly, I really just feel bad for Wesley. I feel really bad for Desmond Xavier, too, because it's like, he's a small guy. Um, it's like, and like the, the, the act of MSK was good, and it was over, mm-hmm. and they've been doing it forever. And it's like, you mm. kind of get to a good point, and they're, they're obviously putting a lot of a lot behind you because like they're the like in my head like Shawn Michaels sees them like they're the perfect mix for 2.0. They're the mm-hmm. perfect transition like mm-hmm. from one to 2.0 because it's like they have the kind of the attitude that they want in the in for 2.0 and the characters and the colors and just kind of the shock to your senses. But then mm-hmm. it's like they can fucking wrestle and the wrestlers. I will say, I mean, of the two, and I granted, I didn't know shit from their, uh, their like indie, indie runs and stuff like that. But, uh, I I mean, Wesley is like the far more charismatic one and like the one that's, I think, more fun to watch. And so maybe I don't either, you know, get someone else, uh, in, in the corner or take a run for like the North American title or something. But that, I, I think he could. Yeah. Who's out. the third rascal that didn't come with them? Trey Miguel. Who's yeah, what if, they, what if they signed Trey Miguel? Yeah, just swap him? one out. <laughs> that, that, that would still be bad because he said some very homophobic things. Yep. <laughs> well, he's in, he's, in a, he's in a famous tag team, so. You got it. <laughs> Comes with the territory. Yep, yep. But uh, yeah, uh, go out of your way to watch the ladder match because that was phenomenal. Was WrestleMania it WrestleMania Night 1. It was fucking sick. 
Was it as stupendous as WrestleMania purports? I'm I'm not it's going to do that. Stupendous. Night one was stupendous. Um, it started out with uh, the Usos defeating Shinsuke and Rick Boogs, uh, uh, sponsored by Mike's Hard Lemonade. This one was, or was it Mike's Harder Lemonade? I forget. Harder. It was Harder. Yeah, it was harder. yeah. Um, apparently, for me- the, it's for men. The plan was for Shinsuke and Boogs to actually get the cool moment, which makes sense because you want to start maybe go- uh, you started on a high. You started with the good old kind of like a. Uh, Easy, nothing going match, but it's like it's fun. You have the entrance, you have the good mm. guys winning. Everybody, the rock and roll. Yeah. Um, Pat McAfee just being the most Pat McAfee ever, and I love it. Um, but Rick Boogs tore his quad and his patella tendon. Um, it doing, was bad. You could tell, like, yeah, that's it, not a work. Yeah, you could tell instantly, and you could tell, like, they were scrambling to kind of try to keep some semblance of the match they had called together. But then had to pivot, so it's like that Uso splash was like, like everything was just very odd. It was um, very odd. But it's like they're professionals; they got through it. Uh, sucks for Rick Boogs. I uh, hope for a speedy recovery. But yeah, WrestleMania itself, all this whole so WrestleMania 38 has was kind of bookended by by injuries changing the finishes to matches, which sucks because I do think for at least for myself, it does sort of put a, a little bit of a tag on an otherwise like really really fun show where it was just like it started and ended with kind of like a huh but everything in between i feel like really i mean most things in between were really really fun it's like having like mm. a really good sandwich but just shit bread exactly Mm. like dude Mm. why did i get all this fucking good deli meat but i forgot to get some nice fucking bread yeah you're just using the fucking Um, little like shitty bun parts oh yeah dude the little fucking heels ew i'm gonna be sick thinking about it (laughs) makes me sick but otherwise, let's, let's it, yeah, it is cool. And like the entrances were fucking fun. It did set the pace, the night, the tone for the evening. Let's talk about Matt's favorite match: Drew McIntyre uh, defeating Happy Corbin. Yeah, it was my favorite match. <laughs> I actually really so I I've been loosely following what's been going on. I have not been watching WWE avidly at all for like months. But like me either. It's been actually really nice to watch WrestleMania and get these kind of longer, drawn out sort of recaps. Mm-hmm. It was really fun watching the the saga of Corbin uh, in that in that fashion. I really in did that, like it. In that he in a recap oh, version, uh, it's fun. Uh, uh, I knew once Zach started talking, it's, it's too much. It was gonna start being some Corbin no. praise. No, I the thing is like I hate this version of Corbin. Like I truly do like the because it was perfect. It was so perfect when he was sad. Oh and yeah, I think they could like, even made happy fine. And the thing is like I feel. I feel bad for him and Moss because they're both dudes that just are so sold out on this thing that just sucks. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Drew wins. We all knew that was going to happen. Happen. Um, I'd say Mania started picking up though when Drew fucking cut the ropes with. His <laughs> That's true. That was the um, best. Because um, after that, it's it's sales. Madcap Madcap kind of causes a weird distraction. There's some tension. Um, they followed up with it yesterday. We're recording this on a Saturday on Friday Night SmackDown of uh, Baron turning on him and the fans actually coming we... alive for Madcap. Didn't yeah. Moss turn on Corbin? Well, he was kind of talking some shit, but then like the actual physical like. Oh, you know, okay, okay, okay. Heel. And so because you need to have that. But uh, the fans were coming up for Madcap. Like I know like wrestling people and all the dorks on the Internet are going to just hate it. Because you know, they're all bots. Yeah, first they're all bots, and second off, it's uh, you know it's fed bad, and it's like a fed guy, not like a guy like you know the internet likes. 
But the fucking fans that were there were coming up for Madcap, and it blew my yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think he's got fans. I want. I was gonna. I hate to agree with Zach about Baron Corbin, but it's mm-hmm. like he Baron Corbin. He's gotten so much equity, like negative heel equity mm-hmm. from the fans. That's like they just cheer anything that goes against him. Mm-hmm. So, God yeah. damn it! It fucking like, worked. After he all does, these like, years, it works. It does work. That's the like thing is like. I don't think an old school heel in general really works anymore today. But Baron Corbin, it like Baron Corbin, and the Miz, and MJF, and they're to all differing degrees and differing ways, and they all get more praise than they deserve at times. Are all doing it the old school heel thing in different ways, and I think Corbin might be the best at it because like you legitimately hate that dude. Like, and you forget, like, you never get smart. Like, I'm, I'm one of five people in the world who get smarky about Baron Corbin, you know? (laughs) And it's true. He's, he's just doing, he's doing what the Miz does and he's really good at it. He he has that level. It's the same thing we talked about when we talked about like our, our top wrestlers, the same thing with like Kurt Angle, when it's like, you can be somebody who is like a relatively, honestly, let me step it back. I don't want to compare the. Baron Corbin to Kurt Angle too well, much, but Baron when Corbin have, did retire. Kurt that's Kurt true. Angle, that's so. true. Yeah. But when you have that level, enough level of self awareness to make fun of yourself, it really does make it so like you can get your shit over because like the crowd knows you're not being too, you're not being too artsy. He's not, a, about he's not a mark for himself. Exactly. You're yeah. not being all high yeah. up on. You're not. You know. You're not getting high off your own supply too hard. And so it's like, uh, it's it's easier to root for him that way. And that, that's the thing I like most about Corbin. Like Jesus, I'm not near near as as big a stand as Zach is. I I just I appreciate that. I know that this dude could be good, and we saw it for two like two there's, months. Yeah, there's so year. much put. Po- there's so much potential. And, but you can just tell he's just sold out for what he's being told. Whatever, to do. yeah, whatever, whatever instructions he's given, he gives it a thousand percent. I'm, when the, when WWE, and that's why he's going to beat Roman Reigns. When they do Evil Season 2, I hope they do a Baron episode, because this episode is fucking fascinating. Oh, Apparently. I believe that. I, I was They're, watching a bit of the Randy one, and it was... Um, watch it's... the Miz one. The Miz, you, you never see Mike Mizanin 100% out of character, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, literally yeah. ever. Um, you, you do a little bit on this, and Maurice oh. is also talking, like, about Mike in a way that you never hear them talk about. And you okay. see... That he is insecure and shy in the mid, but the Miz is not. Like years and years and years ago, he was on Cabana's podcast, and Cabana even noted, "It's like you can hear Mike and the Miz. They interchange. They do this. It's mm. like, and it's like I know a lot of people want to hear about Mike, but it's like he just can't help turning into the Miz. That's just yeah. He's performing. He's always performing. He he never he was never popular. He never had friends. And like for in real life, he was a, just a weird kid." Until he like wrestling, fucking loser. To the Miz on the real world. That yeah. was the first time he ever got the attention that he wanted, and now he's insecure about. Yeah, it. it's, it's like fascinating. It's true. Like I think, I mean, we're micro versions of that and stuff. But like, there's so many instances of people who, ha- you know, like insecure people who like to perform. <laughs> you can be, mm-hmm. you can have mm-hmm. a sense of yourself that likes to perform and to express yourself that way, we've, while still we've, being a very. Um, in, insecure and uncomfortable person in like social situations or, or yeah, anxious because like um you, you all know this like we, we played music in front of people mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. easy to play in front of a big crowd 
It is so fun. It's electric, it's fun, and it charges your batteries. But but it's a different brain. Yeah. Yeah, there's no personal thing about it where, like, you know, it's like there's just a bunch of faces. And it's like you get a lot of energy, you get a lot of this, but it's something different than when it's like. It's not about you. Where it's intimate and it's small and you're dealing with, like, a person. And you're like, oh, no, they're just focusing on me. Like, this is all just, this is just all this. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I think that's really interesting. And I think that's probably the I think, too, you see, like, people, if, like, in movies and stuff, too, the people who play, like, the best, like, evil characters tend to just be, like, really sweet, shy folks because it's, like, you know, human beings are fucking nuanced and weird. Yeah. Next match. Uh, we've got... Oh, uh, the one m- last thing. Drew uh, kicked out of an end of days. which <laughs> First time person ever. Ooh. It, it's the most protected finish in WWE. Aside, literally since I've been watching. Aside... The leg drop, Razor's Edge. Right. Oh, oh yeah. if yeah. he was in the, if you're getting, actually, this uh, kind of reminds me of Breaking Ground because Scott Hall was there. Baron Corbin's developing then, and you know that they, there's a lot more than what the cameras didn't catch. You know, he said, "Hey, never let anybody kick out of your finisher." Um, and if they're gonna kick out, don't give it to him because that was Scott Hall's thing. Never gonna kick out of the Razor's Edge because if if you're going to, you're not getting it. He's not going to yeah. give it to you. So it's super smart because then when it happens, it's it's cool. And, it means something. Not just you got a big fucking finisher. And it's still protected going forward because as long as they don't have everyone kick out of it now, mm-hmm. like Drew Drew is the third most super powered per, like man in WWE right now. I would say four. Do you think Bobby's Bobby's more? I think Bobby's a, like a Bo- hair more. Maybe yeah. He I'd put him and Bobby right there together. Like, yeah. Um, at any moment, and but it's, yeah, it's Brock, Roman, and then those guys right there, mm-hmm. and then Rand- Randy too. Probably. Yeah, R- Riddle loses every match. If they lose. Yeah, and um, and the finest Conor Reeves too. Naturally, naturally. Yeah. Uh, the Miz and Logan Paul uh, defeated Ray Mysterio and Dominic okay. Mysterio. Logan Paul, this is that the motherfucker. Best, that motherfucker. Turned this it on. is the best wrestling performance by a celebrity ever. Like, be, and it's not necessarily the best celebrity match, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. It wasn't a celebrity wrestling performance. This was just a wrestling performance. Like, he could be on Raw or SmackDown weekly starting now and i believe he belongs there based on that performance i agree and like i since working from home and being chronically online i have found myself knowing more about internet personalities than i ever expected or cared to and i'll say something about logan paul from the little bits that i've known or, or have heard about him from shit that i watch on the periphery or whatever it seems like he has kind of had a turnaround obviously he had some horrible controversies of just being a fucking dickweed just being an awful dickweed, I don't need to, mm. you know, doesn't need to be relitigated. The guy seems to suck in a lot of areas. But it seems like he's also kind of taken some of his criticisms to heart. And it, it, that's what I was thinking, at least when I was watching this match. I was like, oh, this guy understands what it means to come into someone else's house and show some respect. Because, like, it was not, it didn't feel like a celebrity trying to get a big celebrity pop. It was like he, he took his job in that role, uh, like, pretty oh, seriously, but still had a lot of fun I, with it. And I thought he did a really even, good job. Even, like, I... I have no actual like positive thoughts about him as a person necessarily. You know, I mean, like, neither really. I don't know shit. I don't know yeah, really shit about. But him. like at the same time, like I know this dude takes whatever he does very seriously. That's very obvious. 
Like so he, you can, he's he got a work a, ethic. Yeah, I'll say he, you can absolutely does both of them for so many things, and I'm right there with you. But they fucking they go for it, and like if you step into a, a ring, even if it's as kind of fixed or whatever as as I think that Mayweather match was. You're still getting hit by fucking Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Like you're still like that's still kind of a wild. tough son of a bitch. Yeah, you're still Dude, in front of like sixty five thousand people and like having to do something you've never done. Like, and you're going and the fucking the thing that I loved is the timing. Like taking that little bit to do the three amigos. Oh my so, god, that was that was like one of the best oh heel my. moments I've seen someone you, do. Like just with a move and a and long time, and you can't time. teach shit like that because that—that's something you gotta feel. You, you what? Moment. Wait, what? You can't teach you, being tall. And you, you can't. And you, you can't, can't teach that. that? You can't. Um, no, but it's like you either, especially when something like that, like you can't teach somebody to have those kinds of uh, reactions just naturally to play to the to crowd those, in a really natural, have those organic instincts. way. Yeah. Like cause, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, um, if you're getting walked through a match, it's like okay, hit this. And just keep going, you go and you go because you're just trying to hit your marks. So like you're trying to hit mm-hmm. this to this to this. But no, being able to react and have the crowd like that, that's just an instinct that not everybody have. Not like, and that includes a lot of professional wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's also really weird for a YouTube star to be able to do that. Like, he doesn't perform in front of a crowd. Well, he he performs in front of a camera. That's true. He, that's true. he has had, like, boxing, um, like, success or, or a career in boxing for the last couple of years. But I agree. It's, like, it is a different... So they both box? Yeah. Um, dude, I don't, yeah. The, a bit, yeah. Jake does a lot more. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And and we don't really need to spend too much time like suck, no, sucking no. on Logan Paul's penis here, but like it, it, he just did a good job. I think he he did a good job there, mm. and, uh, and it, it made it for a really fun, not just celebrity match, but a good, a fun WrestleMania match. Yeah. And man, yep. Dom- Dominic is he is transforming into Eddie literally day day by day. I agree. Like he came out in the fucking Eddie like mega heel in Mexico all American gimmick gear. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's that, like the, that was his gear when he and um, is it Eddie Gilbert? That is part of our our bar. Our bar. That's who it is. I couldn't remember. Yeah, the guy who invented the frog splash. Um, they like that was when Eddie like took off his own mask, which was the first time anyone had ever mm-hmm. done that. Like he renounced his mask and the, he was an all American gimmick down in Mexico. Like, I love because it. he was from Texas, not Mexico. Like, yeah, mm. it was. It was really good shit. Um, I forgot. Ah, fuck, I, I always forget their name. Dominic but. is starting to get that thing. I was noticing too, where I feel like I couldn't really put my finger on it, but watching him when he since he debuted, it, it really seemed like he was really trying to impress and he was trying to prove like I belong here. That this, 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 and like you know, to some mixed success, honestly, in my opinion. But doesn't matter. It, what I feel like I was seeing here with him was that like. I feel like he's getting that look in the crowd where it's like he he's getting more comfortable. He's getting more of a character. He's getting more of like a, a confidence in the ring. That is he's, what is, makes it feel a little bit more like there's a there's like traces of other people in there. Where it's you're, just like, oh, seeing, yeah, he's got that style. You're seeing that like he does have like a lot what it, what it takes in him. It's just that we had to watch like essentially him learn how to do the job on the job. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and so it's like, oh, okay, well, fuck. Like, now you can tell, oh, this definitely is Rey Mysterio Jr.'s son because it's like, oh, he's, he has some of those same things where he has those instincts and to do certain things. I think he just needs to pull his character and, like, himself out a lot more. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he, ne- he needs to start um, differentiating his move set from his dad's because mm-hmm. he's a big fucking dude. Like <laughs> he's six six two. Like and he should do some more like power moves and like just get something that's unique because he's not a tiny little like high flying guy like his dad. Like yeah. he can do that that stuff, but it, it's not as like snappy or like cool and as impressive as when Ray does it. So he needs to do a little bit different stuff. Well, and for yeah. that style, there's so much cool, like Matt based Lucha wrestling as well. But yeah, he needs to start doing e- some of Eddie's moveset. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he does the frog splash and the, uh, three amigos, but I mean, every- well, like some grappling game, like do the, like the tech, the Texas cloverleaf. Oh shit. yeah. The, Oh yeah. Do the tequila sunrise, do the, oh, the yeah. Eddie Guerrero sent on in. Do stuff mm. like that. Add things like that that he used to do. I think would be super cool. Um, Miz was definitely the worst person in this match. Um, <laughs> and it's wild because it's like Logan Paul and like is there. Um, yeah. but he was, he was the best. Like he's so like he was great. He was yeah. fucking yeah. good. Miz, yeah. Miz is such a mystery to me because like when he's not good in a match, he is like actively terrible. <laughs> but when he's good in a match, he's fucking good. Like, <laughs> And it's so weird, like, and it's based on who he's working with a lot, you know, so, like, that's a big thing, but it's the wildest swing between bad and, like, great mm-hmm. for one wrestler. Oh, um, also, um, this was for our bar. His nickname was The Love Machine. Eddie and him were Gringos Locos. And then my favorite thing was they had, like, a faction, and one of the people that was in it was named Madonna's Boyfriend. Oh yeah, <laughs> sick. That was Dennis Louis, Rodman. It was Louis Spicoli, um, who did some jobs in the Fed and also did some uh, shit in WCW. But yeah, his and ECW. But yep, Madonna's boyfriend. Cool. Oh, That's yeah. a cool name. <laughs> uh, Bianca Belair defeated Becky Lynch. This was the match this, we needed. This is why oh, it's so be. good. It, it was awesome. Like the like, we actually got a cool payoff from something they started at SummerSlam. It's like, yep. oh fuck! Like they had a direction and they actually kept with it, and they mm. gave you the ending you wanted. And it's like when they do stuff like this, it yeah. it's like it's it's so good and it like hits everything. But then you get so mad after like all the good effects were off because like you guys could just do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad we got a full match, but I kind of wish Bianca squashed her. I think that would have been fun. I I think what I. I kind of had the same thought at first, but then when I was watching the match unfold, I think just how disappointing it was when Becky won with the squash. I felt like it mm-hmm. was, I do think it was the right move to be like, let him just duke it out. Let him battle it out. Mm. It not, Becky not make cool as fuck too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they both look tough as fuck. It made it seem like it, it, it made it feel more of like if Belair would have won in a quick squash, it would have felt more like a fluke or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this just felt like, no, she beat the fuck out of Becky and, and took the title. Yeah. Like, Bianca Becky is up fucking... there now on that top tier, like with, with like yeah. the Sasha's and Becky's and Charlotte's of the world. Like she's mm-hmm. right there with them. Like, like Becky, like, you know, take out the, like however many months she was gone for, you know, it was on maternity leave. Um, she is literally like at a fucking Okada level of powered up within this company. She has had a championship every single day before, you know, WrestleMania since WrestleMania 35, every single day that she's been an active competitor for three years, she's had a title because she only, she only didn't have it when she gave it away. And then she got it the day she came back. And 
the two things too with this one with the Becky had like that big big cinematic entrance and then Bianca had like the marching band the drum the drum corps out there if that this was the first one that was like all right this feels like WrestleMania and it, mm-hmm. I thought I thought the last one did too just because the celebrity involvement sure, sure. but this one mm-hmm. had like that fucking like bit you know, big fight quote unquote big fight feel and I think what also helps stuff like like where it starts feeling really different and like this is where WWE does a really good job is that it it made it feel like it is like bigger than any other wrestling thing no matter like like oh this is a big fucking deal yeah like mm-hmm. it has and, that feeling that you're watching an event yeah and also like i want to give like specific props like bianca's entrance like because i've i've heard like uh, especially like black fans on other podcasts and stuff like um oh i can never i don't want to butcher saying his name but um fazim the former yeah. Kazim, the former um, writer for WWE, that's on like um, a lot of podcasts and the Masked Man Show and stuff like that, um, uh, and is friends with uh, the New Day. And um, hearing him say like the having the historically black college marching band coming out with her, like that's big, like black culture, like awesome, cool moment where that that's like a genuine thing they got right, like. I think that's definitely they, Bianca's idea. Like it fits when they per- get perfectly. stuff right like that too. Like they get it right like really well. Um, like they, they, it's like they they exceed expectations when they do get stuff right. And like we'll talk about another thing later on. But it's yeah, like they yeah. also got something else right. And so it's just super cool. Like I don't know. Yeah, this is this is like when they're starting to feel like 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 you said, man. Like oh, here we go. We're starting the to get that like. And this is weird. It's like that next fucking level for WWE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's, it's like, like the plane itself. was taken off during the the celebrity tag match, and then it was just like, oh, we're reaching altitude yeah. here. That's why I even mm-hmm. say like the Dr- Drew cutting the ropes thing because yeah. it's such a weird, thing, yeah. like, specific moment that you'd only see that at Mania. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, like so, like start. That's like weird spectacle shit. That's corny, but hey, like it's fun. It's Mania, whatever. Through the rest of the night, like yeah, because Seth mm-hmm. Rollins. So after this match, Seth Rollins comes out, and we have the big mm-hmm. special surprise. What a fucking well, I do. I still. There's one thing I want to say about the last match. Yeah. Um, I thought it was weird that both of the singles matches for the title were on the same night. I thought that was a little All strange too. Yeah. There. Yeah. Um, I heard like someone had this theory. I don't remember who it was, but like, and I think it makes sense, even if. I'm not sure that they were doing this, but night one is a wrestling night. Night two is a sports entertainment night. Yeah, like, yeah. For good, better or worse, even like because Usos and Nakamura and Books—that's just a straightforward yeah. wrestling match. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the like there's the big entrances and stuff, but like, and then Drew versus Happy Corbin just wrestling. That's like, a the SmackDown mid- fucking match. Yeah, yeah. yeah the mid, the the mid, the you know Logan Paul match. Even though it was a celebrity match, it was a straightforward wrestling match. Like. A lot of the Gaga shit is all in night two. Like, yeah, Gaga wasn't there. No. Well, Becky, Becky's entrance look actually. Well, no, that was she was just Haley Williams from Paramore. Uh, yeah, in Mad Max. But she had the she had the the Gaga bodysuit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we can talk about Cody now. Um, no, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins Seth. outfit. Yes, Dude, it was incredible. Fantastic. Loved it. I. More like more sexy like lingerie looks in, in menswear in general, but especially wrestling because like come on, yeah, it looks so cool. Yeah, I really did. And I will say it, like, he's been since like he's really like got rid of like the messiah character, became like this like suit guy what? and wearing. Uh, oh, crazy I, I have thoughts. So I Kevin's I, friend. 
<laughs> Anya doesn't see much like wrestling these days because I'm not watching tons of WWE and just like uh, you know like it's just not there hasn't been a lot background. of shit. Yeah. Th- there hasn't been a lot of shit where I'm like, oh, Anya, you have to see this level of stuff in a while. And so she, but she saw Seth coming out and was like, so what's his deal these, these days? <laughs> and I was trying to explain it. And I was like, oh wait, he's just. He's all of the Seth Rollinses of the past have just rolled into one demented like ball of awful because like he has these little bits. His entrance music has bits of all of his themes mm-hmm. and it makes no sense. It's just this mishmash. It's yeah. like he's it just works. like unhinged. He's just yeah. unhinged as his character. And, and I was just like thinking about it like this is one of the most like trying to explain all the ins and outs of this match to someone who doesn't know anything about wrestling might be the most complicated thing in the world <laughs> to explain why this is so big. Cause Seth is all of his care. Like you explain like, who is this guy? Well, he's lots of guys. He's like <laughs> 10 guys. That's his whole character. And then, Oh, who's this next guy? Okay. Well, so six years ago, <laughs> and that, like, yeah. the fuck in. Yeah. Um, like, and which is also, Cody leaving WWE was the first big thing that happened in wrestling after I started watching again. So this match is like the story of the wrestling world literally since right when I started watching again. And I was like, holy shit, this is so much happening all at once. Yep. So we we get um, Rollins in the ring going through like every emotion known to man. Just like mm-hmm. on his face, which is wild. <laughs> like scared, laughing, like crying. It was so many and different things. He's like, come things. on, just fucking bring him out. Bring him out. And so then, boom, and then, big old pyro. Man. Lights go out. And then there's he, more than one wrestling family. Well, I love that he like fucking finally takes off his big giant jacket and throws it. And that's when the pyro starts going off. <laughs> like, like, oh, he was like some fucking like boogeyman level, like shenanigans of like i'm gonna scare you i'm gonna i'm gonna scare you with the like the fucking pyro things <laughs> off so he um it's cody rhodes comes out as vince mcmahon's yep. appointed uh opponent with adrenaline um, yep. in his soul yeah we One, get yeah thousand percent cody rhodes like is, the yeah, his tattoo nightmare. his tattoo got bigger <laughs> i mean i legitimately do think he got it at least touched up like it it's popping a bit more. Or he just had, had a real tattoo artist do it the sheen. second time. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. He had that mania sheen. But yeah. he comes out. The I, the crowd, there's the two biggest pops for mania were Stone Cold and Cody. Yep. Rhodes. Yep. By a, like leaps and bounds. Imagine yep. that. Um, then like it's just so surreal. Six yeah. years after like leaving, like um I start as fucking stardust. Yeah. Like, this. The the WrestleMania 32, he was in the opening IC ladder match where the one where Zack Ryder won when was IC champion for one day mm-hmm. uh, as Stardust. And the only like kind of cool thing in it, he had a miniature ladder spray painted with polka dots for his dad who had just died, and yep. it was really fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah, and then here it's like you could tell. Like this moment meant so much to him. What he's doing, his he even got the Cody Vader, as he calls it, where he rises up. But it's like you yep. could see like the kid, like being, like oh okay, like it, it legitimately seems like he did everything like this to just come back and be like I I'm gonna be WWF champion. Oh, well, wild. Go ahead. I think I think I think he. I don't think he's got any loyalty. I think he just wants people to talk. I kind of feel like he's going to leave in a couple years. 
he's going to bounce. He's going to bounce back and forth. I, I, I think this, and this is something Jenna said a while back. Um, mm-hmm. He's literally doing this because he always wanted to be the guy there. And like, yeah. and he wanted to be the world champion. <laughs> And he won like of the biggest company, and yeah, like he tells a story on Raw about like his dad okay. having a Madison Square Garden match, and he hasn't yeah. really ever talked about this against Billy Graham and how he won the match, but it was by countout, so he didn't win the title. But his okay. dad had that title, and he now has that title because um, Dan Lambert gave it to him. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think it literally just comes down to he wanted to be the guy there. And yeah. they were like, mm-hmm. fuck you, you're He not. was willing to go start his own company to to do it kind of thing. And I know that that's like... Because he kept talking about how vindicated he felt. It's like, mm-hmm. he did everything like that just so Hunter and Vince will be like, all right, pal, you're the guy. And that's the yeah. thing that like I, I thought, same thing, when he came out, it felt like a homecoming. It felt like the right puzzle piece kind of fit into the puzzle of like, this is where he really shines. This is this was made for Cody. But... Corey Graves immediately goes into the undeniable or un- undesirable, but, undeniable thing, and I understand it's kayfabe because you know, he, he, you was, know who's, he was star, he was stardust. You know who's really good at his job? Michael Corey Graves. Graves. <laughs> In this match, well, he really this was. this WrestleMania, yes, yeah, Michael job. Cole was, and even like last night, I saw the clip of what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, but Michael Cole is good. Michael, Michael Cole. Kind of rocks like a lot. Michael, he's on, he's on a career. He's on a, like this is a career high for him coming over twenty years into his career. He referred to like, Pat yeah. McAfee as one of his best friends. I think I think Pat McAfee has changed Michael Cole's life and reawoken well, his love for Michael Cole has, has yeah, said yeah. Like Michael Cole has said as much. Like he like he is reinvigorated in a way. Like we saw it in. You know, fucking the Tegan Knox level yep, right, shit. Right. You know, we saw him, him do that at the 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 UK like the UK tournament, the original and time, the May Young Classic and, too, yeah. like. and and Bianca versus Beck or Bianca versus Sasha. Um, I think, and ba- based on um something that happened on SmackDown last night, yep, which we'll get into. Michael Cole has it. It's I love it apparently been so embraced by the black community. And I think he is like, I think there's a lot more to Michael Cole than he lets on like that. He really tries to do some good in the world and just like keep things good. And he Mm -hmm. knows that he's a gateway between the ultimate evil person in the world, (laughs) Vince McMahon and the masses. And and like, there's just this level to Michael Cole where he's just such a fucking pro. I'm actually really, I have no idea what it is. I'm excited to get to it. Oh, well, he's, uh, you know, last year at WrestleMania, like he like, you know, announced that, like, you know, said that like Bianca and Sasha are the first two black women to main event WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, and put some like black, weight behind it. Like, black well, wrestling Twitter. There was a really because he said tweet. it twice, right? And yeah. There's a, bringing there's a tweet it up that and... said, "Yeah, that said." Michael Cole said that with his whole chest. Mm-hmm. Like it was like black wrestling Twitter appreciating the importance he was putting behind it. And then last night on SmackDown, uh, it was a Sasha match, and Naomi was on commentary, and Michael Cole like said, "You are the first two black women WWE ta- you know tag champions," and. Uh, Naomi went, say it again, Michael. <laughs> and like, and he said it again for her. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 
Yeah. Well, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. it seems like it, it's it's a it just goes to show like with somebody, and it's the same thing we say a million times with wrestlers too. When they when it feels like they want to be there, they're great. And maybe for the last few years, I can imagine for as long as he's been in it, Michael Cole probably had some phoned it in eras. Oh man, but, I thought you, I thought you were talking about Cody. I'm like, yeah, like I was about to agree to yeah, Cody. Three, three star savior. No, I was just saying like it seems like he really wants to be in his his spot too. But right I, it now. is the same thing with yeah. Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the he, match was fucking great, by the way. It was yeah, great. Seth it's Rollins a, Cody is so Cody, fucking good. By like Cody yeah. always has great first matches in companies. It's it, it's. You know how to have a big main event match. Co- really Cody, Cody Dustin was great, and that I think that's his only great match in AEW. Um, dog collar match against Brody was mm-hmm. pre- was pretty great. Um, yeah, we I like the one where he ca- the I like time. the one where he caught on fire. Wardlow. I like the one where he put Shaq through a table. Yeah, he's Wait, was that even him? Highlights. That Sammy ladder match was fucking. Really I like when he boxed with Mike Tyson. I, the, the over that was Jericho. Oh, that's right. That's right. I was gonna say the the overbooked world of Cody Rhodes in AEW. I can't wait for like the YouTube highlight with some Lincoln Park behind it. Um, Cody Island. I, that, that's what going in raw always calls it is Cody Island because it was so separated from. It everything. really was. And then um, over in WWE, like it doesn't feel like that out of place because everything. No. Yeah. So no. Overbooked. But, actually, um, that's like what I. The moment he came out. As the American Nightmare, I went, holy shit, the the American Nightmare character has not made sense since he debuted it, mm-hmm. ever. It has literally never made sense. Um, because it was missing a step, and the step was coming back to WWE. Literally no change in his character, even though like he's the babyface version of it right now. Um, it's all true now, and it all makes sense, because he was undesirable at the end of his run in WWE when he left. You know, like if you, if he's saying that about his whole career, I know that's not true. That's, that's not true. But you're, you're absolutely right. But in 2016, yeah, he was undesirable. They didn't care that he left and, you know, and then I think that's the thing that annoys me the most. undeniable. Is that it's true. It is, is he has a leg to stand on with it, even yeah. though it's like, we especially, know personally it's not true. It's like, fuck, it makes sense. Now. Yeah, and his yeah. his his entrance music is him saying, "I left and I built my kingdom. Now you have to bow down to me." It's f- literally fucking true, and he's been using this entrance music for six years, and it hasn't been. Yeah, yeah, it's he true. He made say, his it, entrance music come. The true. puzzle piece <laughs> feels like it connected, and I do. I am excited. I I um I missed his uh his speech on Raw. I haven't gone back and watched it yet, but it sounds mm. like he he cut it's, a pretty good promo. Yeah. It's good. It's. I don't like it, but it fucking works. It's. Did it solve racism? No, uh, he actually talked oh, okay. about that in a different um, interview. I, I forgot which one it was, but it was really funny because he was like, "It's like sometimes I could be a little tone deaf, and I think that this is like, one of the times, <laughs> like okay, like at least fucking self awareness is. I'm the I'm super interested. Maybe not even necessarily of the content of like what is going to be going on, but of mm. like. I, I want to know, like, kind of almost like just like the backstage stuff, like how, how he's being booked, kind of like oh. where his character mm. development. Yeah, like I'm do, super interested in that. Do you think he'll be the guy? Yes. Yes. Like, will he will he beat Roman or will someone else? Um, I don't. Or know will he be I think number two guy? He's gonna be the guy on one of the shows. Okay. Um, okay. I there's we we don't know what they're doing with the fucking title right now. It. They said something because, up yesterday. 
Well, I'm meaning there's they, two titles. There's two two of them. It's they're both on one. What are they? Who's going to be the main person? That's not Roman because Roman is not going to be on both shows every week. It's no. just not going to happen. Eventually, they might think that's the plan. They thought that was the plan with Brock Lesnar in 2002. It lasted a month. Yeah, no, this is, it's definitely being built for, I can already see it where like Roman has to do like a multi-man match, but like two of them because it's like, and so like he'll lose one, but like not get pinned or some shit. Yeah. Know what, know what championship they're not doing anything with right now though, is either of the mid-card titles, but the ECW title, the The IC title. It is kind of cold. It's very cold. Who has it? Uh, Ricochet. Oh. Oh yeah, you're right. He's fighting Ricochet. Um, Finn's the U.S. Um, Ricochet's yeah. fighting Gender next week. Um, <laughs> cool. Ricochet, um, you know, doesn't matter if he loses that belt. He's a meaningless person on the roster. No. At this and point. he's getting he's his a- push on SmackDown. He's like the number three babyface now. But um, imagine if, you know, they do some shaking up. Cody gets that IC belt off of him and re-debuts the white belt that he was the one who de- he debuted that belt. I missed that Again, white belt. I, that is the best IC title. It yeah, is. I love it. And he's the one who threw away uh, the black belt one and you know re-debuted the, the white weird, one. The weird stupid oval one? Ugh. Yeah. So um, make that the top title until he eventually gets a world title. Um, Seth is fucking good. Can we talk yep. about yes. 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 Seth is so fucking good, um, and I'm I'm glad that he's getting his due again because people hated on him for a while, but he was always still that. He good. makes it easy to hate him sometimes. To be he good. does like when he is on in like any type of social media, any yeah. interviews publicly. MDMA. Yeah, MDMA. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that threw me off completely. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. I, no, just re- I, mean, I just remember those uh, those cameos. Oh, those were great when you just stoned out of his mind. Um, but <laughs> he was um, he was so good. They did every move, like pedigrees um, teasing. Like, yeah, Cody teasing the pedigrees, like kicked um, out of finish. I thought for a second Cody was gonna win with a pedigree. I thought so too, but it's perfect he didn't because he's a babyface. If yeah. he's gonna be a heel, he should have done it. If Triple um, H could have wrestled, then it, it could be. that would have been Triple H like the best retirement match for Trips. Yeah. Oh, at this at, in this moment. If Triple H could yeah. have if Triple H could have wrestled and Cody's coming in, we all know that's the match, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. the match. Um the, But Seth being that mm-hmm. is like real close. I, I, I think I I told you all like I want Cody's first like run to all be Triple H guys. Like or, yeah. or the ones they called Dusty's kids, because that's what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Is that they were Ooh. always though, like guys like Seth and I, him were called Dusty's I don't even kids. want them to address it at first. Like have it be like two or three feuds in before like it starts being like who who keeps sending these guys after Cody? You know, or however they want to develop that story. The like, ghost of your father. <laughs> I love that dude. <laughs> WWE got haunted by Dusty Rhodes. I would tune in weekly. I'm with you, Derek. Um, also, the reaction from the flip flop and fly to Bionic Elbow. That was super mm. sick. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and, and didn't he do a Stardust thing and the then regret wheel. it? The cartwheel. <laughs> um, and then he regretted it? Well, I, I think, think he was just joking, saying like, because he t- told Vince, "I don't want to see Stardust," and then he fucking does a couple it. minutes. He does it, but I thought it was the it was literally perfect. He did it once, a couple minutes into the match, 
and now just never just never a little wink and, a little wink and, and a nod address, and then yeah. you address the elephant in the room so you can put it aside exactly mm-hmm. exactly put up the tiger put the tiger up on the table and yell at it yep and so oh, it was i think like this was like one of the best matches on mania it wasn't the best mm-hmm. match ever though because that happens on night two yeah, yeah, well, the, the greatest match, match ever. The be- the greatest wrestling match ever was a couple years ago. Now, true. But yeah, it's it's biggest re- main it's, event. It's been it's been replaced. Yeah, yeah. Meltzer gave this uh, forty eight stars. This one, no. the Cody one. He gave oh, that one. I think the highest rating. I think this he gave four and a half. I actually have the ratings that he gave up here. But man, I I I need to seek stars. out some stuff because I'm very curious. And Becky, I also four and a half. Two. Oh, okay. But uh. The, I didn't know he liked the, American women's wrestling. Well, the next match he doesn't. Got a, that's why I didn't give. The I, next match got two stars, baby. That's because it wasn't uh, very good. It was not very. Yeah, good. that's because Ronda Rousey fucking sucks. Uh, Charlotte Flair beat Ronda Rousey, and uh, I thought Ronda was winning, so I popped pretty big. Fucking little, little Nate, she's scheming. Yeah, dude, Little Nate's my favorite. <laughs> it is like when you know Randy. They they teased Roman winning the Rumble, and then Randy won. Uh, you pop for Randy. Like fuck you, Randy. Gonna pop for Charlotte if she beats Ronda. Like, yeah, hell yeah. I mean, also, I'm I'm legitimately a Charlotte fan. But this build, oh, so am I. This build, this build was just like it wasn't like a wet fart. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't too. It wasn't like a big fight build up. It, it, it was makes just a lot so of so much sense though right now. Yeah, because they're, they're kind of just trying to stretch it out a little bit, and then they're, it's leading up to the WrestleMania backlash match that they set up yesterday, which is an I quit match because it's all about the submission. You got the visual of Charlotte tapping out, mm-hmm. um, and then you, mm-hmm. get, you get the next match. The WrestleMania Backlash. Backlash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is Ronda winning that? Yeah. She has to because it's a submission match. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's an I quit match, so yes. That's stupid. I want her to go away. Well, true, but yeah. also, I mean. Well, I, want like, her to get, I want her to get bored and go away. You got a, you got a whole year because they're, they're building the final match is going to be Becky Ronda one-on-one. Oh, okay, okay. In Hollywood. Isn't it weird that Becky's bigger than Charlotte? Like, think about her, uh, think about her back in the quinoa days. uh, A thousand percent, it's weird. Yeah, Yeah, it's very strange. Like, Charlotte rocks, but she's, she's the John Cena of the women's division. Like, kind of. Yeah, she's the Randy Orton. Yeah. And now, now Becky, now Becky's the one you gotta get to. They're the ones? Yeah. So I don't know. Like it's I, just interesting. I I, still I don't remember do think, the match. I, I do think Ronda Rousey is a competent professional wrestler. Like honestly, I think look at she, she's a fighter. She's got skills. Like, but it's a different mm-hmm. thing too. Like to perform in a wrestling ring and, and in a big thing like WrestleMania. The one thing I'll say for Ronda is I do feel like she knows how to step into a big role. It just doesn't ever. She you can tell when her heart's in it, and she was pissed off that night. Yeah, it seemed like she yeah. was really not wanting to, to to give give anything into it. And I think this whole feud has been that. Like, I well, I guess maybe I've never heard her cut a good promo, no, but no, been, she had to do too much little, talking. I think he's been a little odd, but I think the big thing is like this one. She was very pissed off. I feel like her and Charlotte legitimate dis- legitimately dislike each other. Yeah, they're fine. It's because okay. she was told she was the main event and going on last, but. You're not gonna go on last one. The next it match was the, is it was the main event match. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's just like it that's the, what Vince McMahon says. Like it's the main event. It's not the last it's, match, but it's the main. It's event. the booked main event match. This was booked as a good. talking segment. Yeah, talking segment. <laughs> but yeah, also it doesn't seem like Ronda's the easiest one to to book and work with uh, and yeah, collaborate well, yeah, with. 
You know what they got to do, though? She comes from the fighting world where the main event is the main event. Like, yeah, not, yeah. yeah. It's, it's gotta, Vince McMahon bullshit. It's like exactly. Yeah. But if we got a whole year of uh, of hanging out with Ronda Rousey, I would love it if they like if there was just a world where they stuck her with Paul Heyman. No, stick her. Give her. Give her Bivens. Oh, Bivens would be fine too. That would make me like her too much. God, <laughs> it's think, true. I Heyman, but like, I think Heyman could just craft a, a story that I would give a shit about Ronda Rousey. I don't have a ton of confidence. Anywhere he's else, a prize, they're gonna do something with with her. He's a prize fighter guy. She's a they prize do, fighter. They do need to give her a voice. Like that's yeah. Like, they need someone to talk Shirani. for her. Like yeah, her promise all. I'm, I'm gonna well, come and break your arm. I'm, I'm assuming in the next she's room over in Alistair Black's old room. <laughs> I'm assuming she's got a lot of social anxiety, and it's like I I don't like Ronda Rousey, but I. As much as I don't like her, like I would like her to do okay. Same. Just for the benefit like, of the fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> I I for the like I want to like be interested and tune in, you know? Yeah. Like, um I wish she would just go not I wish it wasn't her, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I wish I wish Shayna was in her spot. I mean ultimately. Shana but it has charisma too. Yeah. When yeah, Shayna when Shayna is like stiff and robotic and stuff like on the mic it works because like she's supposed to just be like this just like killer well, she's just, just, like, she's she's scary she's, she's not like a kid who was bullied trying to be a bully to like be try yeah. to be tough she doesn't get fiery like like that's yeah. not her style she's like cold and calculated mm-hmm. versus Rhonda gets all just like worked up in like <laughs> You know, like, looks like her face is about to explode, like, at all the time, but just sounds like a petulant little kid. Yeah. Like, it's it's awful. Do you think we'll get at least, like, one tag match with Ronda and Shayna? Yeah. This year? Oh, yeah. That's what I really want, because, I don't know. I don't know. I want, or them to wrestle each other. That'll probably happen, too. Yeah. yeah, it's just unfortunate that Ronda will definitely win. Like, well, she has it. to. She will. It just sucks because, like, they're going to sacri- sacrifice yeah. Shayna. But like, maybe that'll elevate Shayna. Well, maybe like, also, like... Shayna should be three. You need, uh, and maybe not three, but Shayna needs to be in the picture. You can... The way they could probably even set up, like, Becky and her is, like, Becky causing her to lose a match to, like, Shayna or something, you know? Mm. Where yeah. You, you can set up an angle with it. But, um, yeah, it was shit... It was just a yeah. it was a match. It was a match that happened. Um but it was it, it unfortunately had to be right before the best thing that happened ever. This was a fucking <laughs> moment right here. Like this is another thing that you're like you can't recreate this like anywhere else like Nope. It's fucking like when wrestling makes you fucking feel yeah the God end of that one before we i i like my it was one of those things where it's like it's been so long that wrestling has made my like face hurt from just smiling and being stoked yep but by the end of wrestlemania night one i was just like so like yeah your, your face is tired from just being so fucking excited <laughs> yeah, yeah like um, four matches straight of just like you know the the charlotte Ronda match wasn't a great match, but the result made me stoked. You know? Same, so and it was like, still thrown up in this. It was still like a great night. It wasn't like Ronda and and and, uh, and Charlotte like really deflated the evening. It just it just didn't live up to what you know was kind of book it, sandwiching it. But it was still like a part of a really fun night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So the next next we had Kevin Owens come out uh, for the 
K-O WrestleMania show. edition of the KO show, the main event. He dug it in. He dug that point in. I know. And um <laughs> I love that Kevin like just showed like how fucking good he is. He's like, he's great. Even just like pr- the promo stuff before I, he was so good. I just thought of a weird theory. Um I know there's no. I know there's so many other reasons why this happened, but what if they were like they were negotiating and they're like, "All right, we'll give you Stone Cold. We'll do it." And he's like, "That was the final That's nail what in the coffin." Kevin <laughs> Where he's like, "All right, I'll stay. I'll stay." A WrestleMania okay. moment with Steve Austin. I mean, Appar- I- apparently what got him to stay was Vince McMahon told him that we're not losing you. And and so then he felt like he was like he's like, "Yeah, this is like where I belong. It's my home." Like, and it it is mm-hmm. he would mm-hmm. he would either get lost in AEW or it I don't think he'd be as entertaining there. Who would he be feuding with right now? He wouldn't have the title. He would just be like hanging out with the young bucks That's or thing. something. I was thinking that too. They, they they'd just send him on a Mount Rushmore greatest hits run, and it's like he's not he's not in the level of his career to go do like the the county we fairs. Do, you know, what we, I mean? he's still we, he's still headlining the big venues. We'd probably get a the, cool match. The biggest we'd probably, match. We'd probably get a cool match against him and Evan Cole, but like this is bigger. This is more this important, is than especially that he could have done. especially like the only thing bigger is if he wrestled Bret Hart for Rock, this little yeah. Canadian boy. Oh. And I guess I guess Stone Cold is his biggest. This is, I was say, this this is his bigger, biggest guy. This, this is bigger than <laughs> yeah. This is like, like one of the biggest things in wrestling you can have because this yeah. is going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin's. Like he wanted this to be like his last match because like, he did not like. How going into the last one, he was in the hospital the night before. Like, mm-hmm. just he was in a bad spot. Now he actually gets to go. Fucking, we'll talk about the match here in a second. But yeah, he just let's gets go. To go and uh, uh, on his own terms. So the match. Uh, well, Kevin, before the match starts, Kevin does such a good job of just doing the thing of like, we're at the end of the night. Talking. I'm gonna shit bunch of shit talk. You're gonna boo me, hate me. I'm, I'm gonna prolong you. You want Austin to come out now? We're gonna make you wait a couple minutes, and I'm just gonna talk a bunch of shit. So when that mm-hmm. glass sh- finally shatters, oh my, oh God. my God. you don't get reactions like this. Any, I, he, I, it's ridiculous. I love that fucking Ke- Kevin fucking justified him being in this spot as a character too by like the the heel shitty thing to do would be like cowardly against Stone Cold, mm-hmm. and he goes no like. He reinforces that he deserves to be in a fight with Stone Cold by saying, like, no, I tricked you into this. Like, he's the manipulative heel. Like, he's looking for the fight. Yeah, not, not, not being scared, but being like, I don't respect you. Yeah. Um, I I love that Stone Cold comes out, does his thing, disappears, comes back on his, his little ATV. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Just soaking it in. And that's the thing. Like, you love to see a wrestler just soak it in. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the le- and two nights in a row. I feel like we got that with Stone Cold. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, that- they, um, Stone Cold is also just so fucking great at being Stone Cold. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And so they had this like little like you know thing where they were they didn't really make you think they were going to do a KO show for very long. He came out just started no. kicking down the set. They talked a little bit of shit together, and then yeah, KO was like, "I tricked you into coming out here. Fucking fight me!" And Steve Austin's like, "What?" Okay, and then fucking there we go. Here we are. Yeah, Match. I didn't. Bring out the ref. I, I thought they would brawl. I didn't think it was gonna be like a match with a ref. I didn't. I mean, maybe I'm just dumb just for not like expecting ex- that. Like well, spots, spots, spots. Stunner. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. yeah well, because they, yeah. they did a good job beforehand of like really trying to murky the muddy the waters of being like 
is Stone Cold signing on for a match or just a segment? That, he said he's not going to do a match. And that's oh, what maybe I love that happened is yeah. that it's like, it's like we kind of, there's always like, the, well, what's actually going to happen? Like we know we'll get a stunner, probably a couple beers, but what's going to happen? And because like, so when WWE they were like, we're doing it, it was yeah. cool. They, they preconditioned us to like be it's a little disappointed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so then they give us what we want and <laughs> give us a match where stone cold drinks beer while re- in a match it takes a fucking suplex on concrete at yeah. 57 yep. years old <laughs> yeah uh, so one of the things that i love is like, he's going at first he does the the stomp slow on purpose but you know he, you could tell it's like oh this guy ain't move like he's like he's 57 years old and hasn't wrestled the tin man ain't got the oil in him quite yet. yeah but mm. then the moment he gets that suplex it is fucking on. It's like, oh, it's yep. like he needed to take that bump. Just probably yep. get that feeling throughout his body again. He's like, all right, because then he starts moving like old Stone Cold. Yeah. He's fucking doing <laughs> suplexes on the ramp and I shit. Mean, it's like I recently bumping. for the first time watched that NWO versus uh, Stone Cold and The Rock tag match mm-hmm. um, that happened before WrestleMania 18. I've never heard of that happening before. And watching it, I found out why. Uh, Stone Cold's terrible in it. <laughs> like he can't move. Yeah, like, he's so fucking hurt. It's yeah. a year before he retires. He's gone most of the next year, getting like surgery and shit, like and recuperating. And you can tell his heart's not walking. He looks out. terrible. <laughs> yeah, and then he walks out like you know in that same year too. And he looks so much better in this match than he did like in that match in two thousand and two. And and the I'll say the Rock on their nineteen one carried him, but mm. like. And it was like a, probably an honor for him to do so. He has so much respect yeah. for Steve. The, mm-hmm. but in I, that tag match, was the, that, the, rock the Rock is the best, by far the best worker. And you see like, oh, that's right. The Rock was a good worker for two years at the end of his run. <laughs> it's funny because it's like he went and did the Scorpion King, came back. It's like, oh, my God, you're really good now. What happened? <laughs> I, like legitimately, like starting with the Hogan match, like that tag match and then the Hogan match. And then like for... Next two years before he's like gone, gone. He's a really good worker. It just took him until after he was like, <laughs> out, like post main event rock when he was barely there is finally a good worker. It's like fucking Cena. Cena's the same way. Cena yeah. became a good worker after his run on the top. There were little things that that Stone Cold did in this match too that were just like it was just so revealing of how much fun he was having, and that was what the best part was. Like when he was like, selling that his like, knee was too bad to do like the mud hole stomps, but then like he fucking turned it on on him, and like it, and the crowd take, just goes nuts. Everything he take, did, the crowd was just in love. When he took Kevin for a little ride on his ATV because Kevin couldn't figure it out. That's great, <laughs> and you can just tell like. Kevin was bumping his ass off, working so hard. Oh, oh yeah. I love that Kevin hit the and first stunner. Yeah. yeah. But the whole drinking beers in the middle of the match, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Do you that. remember? So there was the match he had with, um, well, it was it, it was it the hour-long one, or was it the one with uh, with Sean, or it might have been the, the one with Brett at Mania, but they're, cra- they're brawling through the, the, the crowd, and on one of the commentary videos, he's like... Yeah, I grabbed a soda out of the guy's hand, took a swig, and threw it in his face. Makes for a good gimmick, but also I was thirsty as hell. And it's like I think that dude just just like, hey, like I'm stone cold. I'm gonna take a break and fucking grab a drink here. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It also was his own beer. It was the new El, El Segundo American regular. Lager. What? Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't the IPA. I want to try it. It probably just tastes like Budweiser. Me too. Like, I gonna, want the yeah. lager. I'm gonna guess that he. I don't. You know. I have absolutely no clue on how long this beer's been out, how long El Segundo's been working on this for him. I'm sure that the moment he's like, hey, I'm going to hey, I'm gonna be a match at WrestleMania. Not everyone likes IPAs, though. 
probably come out with a, a cheaper, shittier beer. Hey, I'm, I'm fixing to drink 30 or 40 of these some bitches. I can't have it be an IPA. No, there were at, there was a cooler of at least 200, just in case. Just in case. There were so many. I, I can't I be having them heavy think, IPAs. Get me a lager. He probably drank part of 48 beers. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. probably got like a total of like 12 beers down, though, which is a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of beers for in the middle of a it's wrestling match. In the middle of a wrestling match, dude. Um, and then I'm like, you're dropping stunners after that. Like, on, oh my God, it was so fun. But like, and I'm like, jumping ahead, but I'm like, you're going to fucking spew out beer like a, like fucking Pat McAfee on night two, you, maybe. You've heard him say before that, like, he doesn't really drink as much as he used to, you know, like he's getting old as, and shit. Like, as someone who's done that, you don't get a lot of beer. But have you done it with 60 different beers? You end no. up getting like while a lot exercising. Of beer. While exercising, you're going to throw up. While fucking throwing yourself to the ground. <laughs> foam all um, spitting out. Still, still not as fucked up as he was at 19 after <laughs> fucking heart attack basically the night before from caffeine and like workout steroids. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like and all the stress and shit. But it was it was the perfect night, like like perfect ending mm-hmm. of the night. It was it made me feel like a kid again. Like I, I felt like I was just a, a fucking little kid watching Stone Cold stomp mm-hmm. a mud hole and walking it dry. Um, Kevin, you could tell, probably felt like a little kid. Oh yeah. yeah, that threw the fucking ceramic mug into the wall, and he was like seventeen <laughs> years old, and his dad got real mad at him. <laughs> yeah, dude. the way he says that, I, I was, was seventeen. <laughs> and then Jimmy Jacobs is like taking a drink, and then just, just fucking like, dies, just starts dying. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, it's so good. Yeah, but like night one, I was just elated. It was yeah. great. Elated. What does elated mean? Elated. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Rusev Day, baby. Um, let's get into night two. I honestly uh, have less to say about night two, but I do too. And it's because the, I was fati- I was a little fatigued. Um, there's a few there were some good matches that, that, I, that like, I just didn't pay attention to. Yeah, there's a few, there's some moments throughout that we'll get into, but in gen- it's definitely you know not the same level as night one for sure and fatigue yeah but it was still, yeah. It was still good it's so good still so much like fun. yeah and yeah had some incredible moments i just like you know when it comes to things like just honestly like the stuff with like lashley and omos i was just like yeah it's it's mm. fine stuff like that but there was definitely like really good stuff i was a little i think yeah. everyone was pretty underwhelmed with the the tag match with new day but obviously there was some that like, yeah other things going on with that um, I do really like that on the pre-show, or was it like the week before? There was the promo where um, uh, Xavier Woods uh, referred to them as uh, Butch, Botch, and Bitch. Like, that's, <laughs> that's that's pretty fun. Pretty fun thing to call those guys. So um, um, starts out let's... with uh, RK Bro. This is my job. The Street Prophet. Nope. You're fired. Fire. No, Derek, come back. Shoes. Thank you. And the Alpha Academy in a three-way tag match for the Raw Tag Team Championship. It was a fun, it was a fun match. Randy mm-hmm. is so invigorated right now, just like Michael <sighs> Cole. You just get him next to a weird guy, and, mm-hmm. and then it's just like, oh, my career is back. The, they're probably the all just Orton, smoking. They're probably all just smoking weed now. Yeah. yeah. The Randy Orton episode of Evil is also fucking fantastic, by the way, because like. He owns up to being a shithead, like in all like how bad he used to be. They WWE eyes it, you know, like they don't yeah. go yeah. into everything. He's like, so then my penis was out of my pants, and I was like, hey, new guy, look at this. Um, Randy Randy Orton's like on opposite of a midlife crisis is great. Yeah, it's, it is great. 
It was almost like a midlife crisis of conscience. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like you do all you do all the stupid shit you do when you have a midlife crisis when you're 20 years old. By the time you're (laughs) midlife, you're like, I gotta start fucking getting right. It's time to repent. It's time to get right. Cody, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold, hold on. This one here. Let's finish this match. Okay, but no, Cody was on it. I did like media afterwards because he's Cody Rhodes. He has to have his own press conference. Um, Yeah. And he uh, said, it's like, I heard Randy's a fucking family man. Now when that happened, he's like, I saw this guy like fucking like throw like a, like a fucking like dynamite firecracker into a fucking hotel lobby and rip like a, uh, he ripped a fucking urinal off the wall and then walked out and said, which one of you rookies did this? Like, <laughs> what a dickhead. And he's like, now he's a family guy. He's like, I got to change that. he's a family guy (laughs) (laughs) um real quick the show started out with triple h oh yeah Yeah, that's so uh, true so true um that was that was real emotional for me because like i'm an nxt head um and And they're playing motorhead yeah, and I like I like Motorhead. Games make me cry. The game makes and, me cry. And just him walking out and then soaking in the moment because he disappeared for so long. He almost died. It sounds like they really yeah. fucking uh, you know downplayed the cardiac event because um, it was heart failure. Yeah, yeah, and it sucks because well, like you see him coming out and you just like it, you know it's the end. I mean, obviously we are so tuned into what's going on. We know he's retiring. But yeah. it's like, you know, he doesn't. He didn't get to have that big I'm going home match. And he's probably yep. not going to get to have it. Uh, no. So no. Knowing what we know now and getting the moment we got with him uh, introducing night two was really like a pretty beautiful like send off. I, I remember yeah. I've watched his 100% his entire WWF run. I remember Hunter Hearst Helmsley showing up as the Canadian, or the, the Connecticut blue blood and showing up with different girls all the time. And then Mr. Perfect would steal him. Um <laughs> Classic, but yeah, classic Mission Perfect. I <laughs> uh, probably did a bunch of blow afterwards, <laughs> um, but no, it's like I got to see his whole run, and like I got to see yeah. the best and the worst, the absolute worst. In the <laughs> yeah, and then the best, like with him becoming like this, like guy that like cultivated this like product I really enjoyed, and yeah. like um, NXT just, was his redemption arc. Yeah, yeah, it really was, and and just like the leaving the boots in there and the tears in his eyes, I was like. Yeah, God damn, this is I, heavy. I was a little scared. I was like, "Wait, is is this big crowd gonna elevate a stress lo- stress level? Like, is this like bad for him no, right I now? Think, like, I think he was fucking. Yeah, he's been on that stage a million be. times. I think he. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Triple H has been nervous walking out of Gorilla in since probably like whenever the like the first like since Takeover Brooklyn probably whenever he yeah. came out to address the crowd for that. Yeah. I thought that was the last time he was nervous. Yeah, because like so, that, I bet he would have been nervous for that, but he hasn't been nervous all the way. He so probably, he probably just felt like almost, if anything, at home. Because yeah, I, yeah. Um, this is another tangent. We're, we're I mean, we're I mean, mania boys. trips. Yeah, we're we're wrestle boying like this one up like crazy. Like, yeah, old school. Um, old school. It's gonna be six hours. But Bret Hart <laughs> talked about how important that mania match he had with Vince was to him because he was like, I um. It's like you never get that feeling of like walking down the ramp. It's like I was never gonna be the wrestler again. Like I never had that. She's like, so to be able to do that just really meant a lot to me. So it's yeah. like the same thing. It's like being able to come out and do that wasn't like an anxiety thing for a stress thing. It was a like a like a, a shot of a drug, you know? Like it's yeah. like you mm-hmm. don't get that feeling again with anything else. The Rock even talks about it and like has them zoom in on his goosebumps he gets because it's 
it's probably just fucking addicting to have. Yeah, yeah. Um, um so was his last match the Saudi Arabia Undertaker oh. and Shawn Michaels? Batista? Um, it was a match at uh, one of the shows was it was against Randy Orton. That's his, right. His last two matches. It was um. So that was his last televised match. His real last, I think, his last match match was teaming with Shinsuke against right. Samoa oh, Joe yeah. and Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking cool. Oh, that's which perfect. is like all that's his a perfect guys. Last match. And then yeah. like, his per- like his last TV match or like shown match was against Randy Orton. Perfect. His last Mania match was against Batista. That's perfect. all perfect. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. That's good. Just, I just yeah. I wish he could have gone out on his own. Yeah. Like I don't know. I know he he has a troubled past. But what I know about atone for it in a lot of ways. What I know about Triple H is that he created NXT and that he really, really, really cares about those guys. The, uh, the speech he gives in that Champa documentary, it's like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, he does. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, like, and, we we'll get into this in our this is you know we'll get into it in our NXT episodes. Yeah, for that sure. We still have to record the last couple of those. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah, who knows what time is? I don't even know. Um, but um, the legacy of NXT and the leg- therefore the legacy of Triple H is like, mm-hmm. I think it's going to take a while for us to like really fully see. But think about what NXT did for women's wrestling in WWE. Yep. Um, that's gigantic on its own. Mm-hmm. Like... And then think, and then so many other ways besides that. Um, yeah, like it's like it's tough to like even really consider like would AEW exist if NXT hadn't existed? No, nope, because how do you lasso that many smarks and for a WWE fucking product? And it was and NXT. It, it created smarks because people got back into wrestling that hadn't been since they were kids, and now we're. People like me in their mid twenties and like interested in that sort of thing and like um, brought people therefore brought people to New Japan, which like mm-hmm. therefore like made that all happen. Like made both of these, a huge thing. A bunch of these guys would not be nearly as good um, because like the, like it l- fucking lured Shawn Michaels out of just like not being in wrestling at all and to yeah. being like a head guy there. And it's like guys like Adam Cole would not be where he yep. is. Guys like Johnny Gargano yep. would not be yep. where they are. I was not just be about like to say the same exact any thing. Any type of like performance, even if there is like an alternative company or Adam Cole, yeah. even before coming there was good, but he would yeah. not be this Adam Cole. And even Kevin and Sammy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they, they learned, they all learned, like Johnny Gargano came in, learned how to wrestle the WWE way. Uh, with his own style mixed in, learned how to talk, became, towards the end of NXT, one of the most fun things in wrestling for a yeah. while. And, and, and like, we, we do have more to talk about with NXT. When we get true, NXT. But, it's but true. But the truth of it is, too, is it, it really was, uh, it, it is like a, a really great entry point to a lot of folks like that have other careers in other promotions like it was a way for me to get familiar with folks that you all are like well at least zach and, and isai were talking about with like mm-hmm. adam cole or with like pete dunn people from like progress and stuff like without having to go and seek out these um, like streams and don't, stuff it's butch 
but I'm sorry, Butch. But like, you know, uh, Butch is a cool name. It's not bad. It's not bad. But it was like, it's a good point of of entry for a lot of like really cool wrestling that typically, I mean, that was outside of WWE, but WWE, it was there. It was a way for you to get into it. I guess I don't know. It was cool. Anyway, we'll talk about yeah. it more. But yeah, but uh, it was emotional. It was an emotional way for Triple H to send his uh his way home. And so mm-hmm. from a uh, Triple H to a Triple H guy, and a bunch of other Triple H guys, I think. Um, it Literally Orton, every single person in this match is a Triple H guy. Yeah, it's it's Orton and a bunch of uh, young guys, which I think is super cool that Orton, first off, is wants to be in a position like that because um, mm-hmm. he gets to lend his star power to other people. Now Riddle is super fucking over. Um, yep, Alpha Academy since feuding with RK Bro is like over. Like, like they give a shit about Chad Gable now. They give. A I shit really. About him. I really hope he gets his due because he's good. He is. And, and it's right. he's it's good on the now. mic. It's he's looking yeah. older. You know what I mean? I feel like since the shorty yeah, Gable thing. Yeah, he looked like a, he always looked like a baby. I, and like since the shorty Gable thing finally stopped or shorty G thing, I was like now looking at it, it's like he looks a little bit more like he's got that that fucking grit on him, that little bit of that, that fucking yeah. grind. And they found and like it, Vince found out like oh my god, this guy can really talk. And like and, since then they've been pushed hard. I think, I think, I think, I think Otis is holding them back. But they, no, because they o- like I, Otis. I like Otis. Otis so. fans. It's one of those things, too, where it's like not for us, but yeah. for like the larger WWE crowds. I mean, like I used to love Otis. Otis. And the I, whole Otis Mandy storyline was cool. It was fucking rad. That was like, that's wild. But, like, it's, like, <laughs> but it's like what you're saying, like the, the standard WWF fan. Um, they're gonna be thinking like Otis, oh, like oh, this guy's—he's a big old fucker that can like kick some ass. Like it's it's cool, Chris Far. It's it's for the people who still, you know, you no know, type, uh, you know, Chris Farley, you know, skits into YouTube. Just yeah, Chris Farley yeah. skits, exactly that. Yeah. and sit around watching, going, "Have you seen this?" To their their you know to their kids. Yeah, is is Otis still goofy or is he serious? I mean, is he, he always is he goofy. full is he fully serious? Fully serious. He, he's fully okay. serious. I think, but that if, is go- sometimes inherently goofy. Yeah, like, I, I think well, yeah, that he. Do- I think he. I think he knows what he's doing when he's. I like, think. I think he could. I think he could be like a Vader. I think if they made him be fully serious, he could be he, scary. He Vader bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the issue is that WWE never got vader they fucking mm. of all they 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 got him when they didn't weren't doing anything with him and they were just kind of letting him be and then the moment they started trying to do anything like that they wanted to do with him it fucking immediately failed and then sean michaels <laughs> there uh, it is i was waiting for it sean michaels uh went uh, kick me in the head or kick, you know, fuck this guy yeah, he, um, oh, yeah Sean Michael, he was supposed to actually win the title it was supposed to be Vader instead of Sid um, <laughs> but Sean put, a, put an end to it yep all because that SummerSlam match wow um, anyway I just want the best for Chad um, usually you got something usually got something good to say about Montez Ford uh, I love Montez Ford um, <laughs> great he's gonna be a Wrestlemania headliner like he should already be like on that mm-hmm. way because he's so charismatic. He jumps mm-hmm. one billion feet in the air. Um, he's mm-hmm. so athletic. He's like, he connects with people. Like 
Like he's a good looking guy. Like have him on every show. I mm-hmm. like. Th- there's five thousand reasons why this won't ever happen. But the match, I I want to see a match between him and Bianca. Like, <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know, like there's so many like. Literally, just see, like seeing her throw him into the crowd, watching himself just, or Bianca, oh, mm-hmm, yeah, would yeah. be fucking incredible. But yeah. um, uh, yeah, and then the end, they all RK Bro won. The Street Profits gave him some drinks. Cool, cool RKO spot, like with the the fucking one with Chad, and then the other one, like the springboard one, was so sick for that Riddle did, and then Orton hits another one. You could just see how pumped he but, is. Montez fucking wild man for taking a face first bump down to the mat off the top rope. Like yeah. mm-hmm. he is trusting riddles to protect him. Like so fucking hard. Cause he is literally just going, okay, I'm just doing a dive like into a pool, um, <laughs> but uh, down onto the mat from the top rope. Also, um, Dawkins it took him like 30 years. He's great. Got a great hot tag, (laughs) and he also did a dive. But holy fuck, he was in NXT for a thousand years. He was. Like, I think, think, like, we've even talked about this before. It was when Montez started getting really good. I think Dawkins is a really competitive dude. Like, he he was an athlete and shit. And, like, I think he's really competitive. And just, like, he decided to, like, compete with Montez on getting better. Because they, they got so good, like, right together. Yeah, it's true. Really, really mm-hmm. fun. Um, but it was, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I want to see Montez take a take a stunner. I feel like he would sell that so bad, so good. I mean, yeah. But uh, what came next yeah. was really underwhelming, and I, I don't want to talk. Bobby about Lashley it. beat almost cool. It was the, my favorite thing about it was it, it was short. Well, it, but it wasn't short enough. It was six and a half no. minutes long. It should have. It should have been a squash. The okay. The fucking tag match. The ter- the terrible shitty tag match was a minute and forty. This was six thirty five. Like, uh, it was too long. And yeah. like, if this was a th- two minute match, that would have been like I think they could have told the exact same thing. Like, just like, yeah, make it. We don't like, need fucking almost there holding. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. this should not have been longer than fucking Goldberg Lesnar at Mania a few years ago. Yeah, like when it's telling basically the same story. Of it just should like have been longer than man. Goldberg Lesnar at Survivor Series. Yeah, or it was 80, three, three moves. seconds. Yeah, <laughs> but it was whatever. Yeah. yeah, almost just he does nothing for me. They yeah. did but, pop but, for the fucking suplex, though. I mean, yeah, people boy- pop for people pop for Lashley. So, like at the end of the day, well, at least they yeah. got the result they I, wanted. I like the idea of almost, and like I, I want a giant around and he's so impressive to look like he's so impressive looking they just like it sucks that you can't have him in nxt like there's just no way like they just need him to literally be off working in a gym to learn to wrestle Mm -hmm. yeah rehire paul white and have his brain (laughs) almost to work um then we had match of the night match of the year match of the millennia johnny knoxville Defeated Sami Zayn in what was the most... It was the perfect mix of wrestling and jackass. It was, like, most, it was like a wrestling celebrity comedy like, spot okay. done to perfection. This is really... This is going to be really strange, but I'm all hyped up on Sonic. The movie's not great. 
But if you're a crazy, like, if you grew up watching all the Sonic shit, loving Sonic... If, you're, it, if your other home was a Green Hill Zone... Yeah, yeah. They do... They make all the references right. They do it all right. And this match, they did it all right. They had the Everything big, they had the big was right. hand. They, they had the hand. hand. The, my had one the criticism, hand. the hand should have been the finish somehow. Yes, yes. Like... The only issues you can't have. There's that no way hand. to get that in the ring without. And but they could have it made a false count anywhere. Like have that's it. True. That's true. That's false count. False count anywhere. Like yeah. Um, but the mousetrap um, had the story mousetra- significance. Yeah, but it, it kind of felt. But it didn't work well, and it was made right? out of like no. clearly PVC pipe. And it's like, I love Melter's fucking right. Melter's fucking half review of this. Of he stuff. took the mousetrap so seriously, like it was killing the fucking business. <laughs> he was. I, I, I need love, to. I want to listen to him talk about it so I bad. I love it because um. Brian Alvarez loved the match because it was just fun, and that's well. And all Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer takes wrestling very seriously. Well, and this, there's a right? the generational gap. This like wasn't people, for him. people, yeah. Meltzer's generation don't get jackass. Like <laughs> straight up, like they don't get it. And people Gen X and younger love jackass. There's yeah. like a clear divide there. Yeah, um, and Meltzer's a fucking like old ass man. So, yeah. but does he does he get comedy matches at ever? Some of them, and some okay. of the things he thinks is funny, like, but only funny. only when fucking Andy Kaufman's in only, it. Oh. <laughs> only when Liger does the butthole spot. I for myself with this match, it was like I'm so used to something being overbooked, being synonymous with something that's bad. Yeah, and this was something where that was so overbooked, but in a perfect way. Like every little thing that distracted from the match itself enhanced. The I match think it's itself. a difference between like like being like overbooked and then also then just being intricate. Mm. Well, and this was silly from the beginning. Like, it was it, sloppy, but in a way that was like it was intricately free. placed to be sloppy and to be like yeah, that's like true. That. And so and it's like the, it was just at the beginning. It was like every WWF hardcore match you ever saw, like in nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. But then it's like when they, it's like they kind of get in you a little bit there. It's like they made sure and show like, oh, Sammy is way better than like Johnny. Like no doubt, there's no doubt in anybody's mind. But then, they, yep. then they're like, okay, let's start dialing up the jackass. And then it's yeah. like, oh, here we go, the shenanigans, well, the Gaga. Sh- Shane Helm, Shane Helm's the producer on this. I think so. I've and, and uh, that makes sense. Makes so All much the- sense. All the things that didn't work didn't bother me because, like, they've never done a live Jackass before. Yeah. Like, mm. this was a live episode but of Jackass with is, 30 is, stunts. Even though, the, like, the, the mousetrap at the end was kind of bad, it still got a big pop. It well, and, and the kick thing didn't work either. Yeah, yeah but it's still funny. The, it was still fun. Exactly. The, I, I just think the hand would have been... Like it's not even that those things didn't work well. It's just that the hand would have been literally perfect. It would have been the best. They to play the party boy music. Um, yeah, the party thing. boy music. Yeah. Um, also, Chris Pontius, cheeks censorship, like that. Those were some cheeky underwear, not the, yeah. the full on thong. Michael Cole <laughs> could not hold it in. They did the best. Like that the, was my favorite thing. Pat I, McAfee and Michael Cole made this match. They they mm. did such a good job of calling this. Yeah, one. and Pat Michael McAfee just, to wrestle later. Michael Cole just laughing the entire time. Yeah, and, and like Pat McAfee being the fucking like hype man for like people that'd be super into this like it yeah, yeah. So much yeah. Like the voice it's, of it's, like the, those elder millennials and lower showing your it's showing your you know weird but kind of cool uncle jackass for the first time mm-hmm. 
Uh, we Getting stoned with about, your weird uncle and watching Jackass. <laughs> we got to talk about we got to talk about Wee Man. Dude, body slamming Sammy Zayn was one of the more impressive things on night two. I mean, yeah. I've heard, I've heard from like people before that Wee Man is like terrifyingly strong. Like, okay, I, I've gone like deep into like Jackass like interview sure. deep dives and shit, and like and like he's a like very good skateboarder and stuff. Like mm-hmm. he's athletic, so like it's just the jug. Your your brain has a hard time still, seeing somebody with that difference. He's in a little height, guy. That difference in height, picking up Sami Zayn and slamming him, was more impressive than anything I saw. During and it actually, wasn't a almost. fucking Hogan and Andre slam because Sami actually went up. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking Wee Man held him and fucking whipped but him. I want could was Andre able to go up? Oh fuck no. No. Yeah, Andre, not at that point. Not Andre, at that point. Andre couldn't even walk to the ring and that's why they had the little cart that like drove him. Yeah. So Wee Man also, is four foot even and Sami Zayn is six one. Also back to Omas, I looked him up. He's at, almost as tall as Andre the Giant. Yeah. And you know what the is thing he is? okay? Is it I mean, he uh, if he had it like Big Show and everything like that, then like the I forgot what it's called, like hyper uh, th- it's thalamus, like hyper-thalmus something, but like yeah, it's, it's basically a big form of gigantism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, like the, the tube on your forced, pituitary gland, and it just like yeah. just, but it forced yeah, not stop growing. Yeah, because that's what face. that's There's, what killed Andre, right? Yeah, yes. but that was before the medical. Like, oh, advances. okay. Where's okay. that now? Like, it's still not. Like it still can be fatal. It can cause a lot of serious issues in your life. Yeah, but and also I don't think his lifestyle helped him either. Yeah, yeah I say, that's Andre true. was kind of just a yeah. cocktail. I actually have a, a cool graphic novel I want to shout out. It's called uh, I think it's called Closer to Heaven, uh, and it's about mm-hmm. Andre the Giant. Uh, it's a really cool little graphic novel. Yeah, and I think the whole thing where he... the Bill Simmons documentary on Giant. That's good. Yeah. I think the whole thing where he had to drink so many beers to get drunk, I think that was just an excuse so he could drink a lot of beers. Well, I also think, yeah, wrestlers and people in that position have to just live in a constant amount of pain. And when you're that huge, you're also in a lot, lot of pain. Yep. And I yep. think it was just a, you know, when you know, it's kind of a tragic story, but what a hell of an entertainer. Anyway, that's the Andre tangent of the episode. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, oh, Riddick Moss and Andre, the giant battle memorial. Hey. Whatever One it's called. Madcap Moss. I've got mouse. Um, but yeah, Johnny Knoxville, like, and he won. he's good. Like, mm-hmm. this is, I think this, if he, he might wrestle a little more, but this was his, I think this is his last hurrah into doing shit like this. To me, it seems like, like Jackass um, forever. And then this, yeah. and I think he's done. He's not going to do shit anymore. Probably not. He's going to probably not be taking big bumps. Yeah. I would have to, I almost well, hope so. Did he? He didn't really take any scary bumps in this. No, not really. But I mean, his his whole fucking life is taking I don't, bumps. Yeah, I don't think he could have passed per- concussion protocol. What I really honestly. kind of felt like watching this was, I think it's pretty clear that all the jackass folks, but Johnny Knoxville specifically, is a is a massive like. You know, he's in, well. He's inspired by um, Andy Kaufman, and so oh, yeah, not not just his 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 gear, but he got to honor and live out that his dream of getting to do the Andy Kaufman wrestling. Um, spots and uh and he he just it felt like he was a kid having fun so yeah i will say sammy was fucking laying it in and it was so funny <laughs> well that's because murdered, he's like hit me he murdered wee man <laughs> oh my god he kicked <laughs> wee man's face off of his face <laughs> he that was an el generico level yeah well, yeah but they were they were probably like you've seen what we do do it like do it Make this as real as possible. I don't possible. think Sami Zayn would have gone. Yeah, I don't think he would have done anything without uh, them talking oh, about yeah. it. Oh yeah, I think so. I think he's, he's a professional. Shit out of Sammy. 
<laughs> and we man's clearly strong as fuck. He was punching yeah. the shit out of him. Like, oh uh, my god. Yeah. So um Johnny Knoxville has had sixteen re- known concussions and a brain hemorrhage. Yeah, he wasn't taking a bump in this match. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Um the the pyro when Sammy got on the back of the thing oh, so on funny. the on the rope is so great. Yeah, um, I, I loved it. I just had a I had a blast and a half with that. Yeah, one. like and Sammy was the only person who could do this, I think. And their build up online was just so fun. That just yeah. they made it so like personal yet so silly. The whole calling thing. Putting his number out in the world. It, yeah. It's just so good. Hiring a butler I, that looked like Sami Zayn and Sami Zayn just being like, That's not me. No one fall for this. That's not me. <laughs> it's so good. And then fucking Sami Zayn's work even after the match on social media of like Posting only his highlights at first. Yeah. And being like, oh, WrestleMania is so great. And then he's like, there were some low lights too. He's posted like a hundred times on Instagram since WrestleMania. The the MVPs of Mania were those two fucking weird Canadian boys that like were not ever supposed to make it. And and like on night one, Sammy tweeted, I'm so proud. He didn't say of who. He didn't say what. But Everyone who knows knows. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin did something very similar about he I think because, he posted a picture of him and Sammy. Because like man, think about like They have so they, much go, history. Think about like before they came to WWE and like where wrestling was and stuff. Like imagine saying that like in the year twenty twenty two, Kevin Steen is going to remain event WrestleMania against stone cold yeah you know what i thought about with that too it's like you know i there's plenty of plenty of great shoot interviews with with kevin steen kevin owens and like um talking about how like before he got into wrestling or before he could full-time be a wrestler like working at a, a gas station and really just being like this might be my life like i don't this isn't a bad gig i mean honestly yep. it sounds like working at a gas station in canada is better than working at a gas station yeah. in the u.s <laughs> but like uh but him hearing that it's like how many you have to imagine just how many times sitting on that night shift being like Man, watching like Stone Cold or thinking about wrestling Stone Cold or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like, bam, bro, there you are. After it could have so easily not happened so many times. Yep. Anyway, and same yep. with Sammy. Same mm-hmm. with Sammy. Yeah, yeah. And that, El, yeah, El Generico would be in the big, like, highlight celebrity match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, like they. That's incredible. They they stole the show both nights. It was their show. Yeah. And. That makes me they, very, very happy. They, they got to, um, they got to prove to everybody why they were there and why they're given the spots that they are. And I don't yep. actually, I don't want to shoot the gun too, they, too, too soon, both, Derek. But I think night two both, was stolen by Mister McMahon. We'll get to it. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll get to it. Um, I I I liked that whole thing a lot actually. But um, yeah, Sammy and Kevin, uh, forever and ever. Forever. Um, <laughs> The next match was uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi defeating Carmella and Queen Zelina, Liv Morgan and Rio Ripley, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. The WrestleMania, the WrestleMania fucking uh, special gear was fucking on fire in this one, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah we and had some dominatrixes. Yeah, yeah, Batman that had Donnie Darko uh, ears instead. <laughs> I think Rhea might have made, ordered the wrong thing. No, it's not. Yours would have been a little pointier if it had been the Batman mask like it was supposed to be. But. I think for as as absolutely, you know, there's just so many matches that are like eight people or however many were in this. Like, it is just, 
it's a lot. I still think it was pretty fun, but it was like it to me. It kind of felt more of like it that same kind of like what you're saying. It felt like there was a lot of big WrestleMania gear, but a really fun look. But it, it was just so much going on. It kept it was, a good pace, but it was but fun. A lot of times these matches for the women get three minutes, and this one got eleven. Yeah. So like this was the best version of this get all like as many women as possible on the card match. And I think that we have ever gotten in WWE. Like at, at WrestleMania because it like was, even though it wasn't like story wise like a very intricate or cool match like that, it's like everybody like what it was is important. Like everybody get your shit in, you get your spot to shine, you get like everybody gets to like I love the Shayna Baszler spot where it's like everybody's gonna jump in and she just stands and looks at him. Then everybody's like, "Oh fuck, we're backing away." Like that's so fun to me. Yeah. Also, uh, there's a fun Naomi tower of doom Sa- in there. Naomi and Sasha's fucking finish is so sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's true. They're, Sasha and Naomi's a great team. It's it's one of those tragic things where it's like, team bad, man. Like they both deserve to be in, you know, truly like at the top of the card. But sometimes, like, just not everyone fits up there at the same time. And I hope that Naomi does get to go back up there someday. Cause like she's been like lower than she should be for years now, Ooh. but like at the same time, I like think- if they don't have room for them, like if there's not room for them up at that main event right now, this is such a good spot, and like hopefully they can use these two to elevate this spot because they are both main eventers. It like, already feels bigger and, too, mm-hmm. and and I don't know if you guys have talked about this, but I think Charlotte wants her next feud to be with Naomi. I think Charlotte wants to put Naomi over. She does. She's actually said as much too. So everybody loves Naomi. I think that'll happen. I think Charlotte will be like, yo, let's do it. Yeah. And that'll, that'll be great when it, when it happens. Like, you know, that it'll eventually happen. That Sasha and Naomi split. Whenever that happens, it's going to be turned into a great feud. I'm sure. Well, Pam's got to come back sometime. Oh yeah. Yeah. So does Oscar. Wasn't she out on injury? They're both. Yeah. yeah, They're both ready to come back. Um, right now. So, um, well, and now we got uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah. Also, yes. <laughs> but this match, no. this match did end with, with Banks it with Team Bad getting the titles, right? Yeah, and also mm-hmm. it was just a super important like thing, and I, yep. with with having two black women on a, such a prominence about win titles. Um, yep. And then having like one of your main champions is also another black woman. Um, shit like that's just super cool. And um, Michael Cole's just saying it with his chest again. Then. Uh, this last Friday too was just awesome. Yep. And obviously, I don't have yep. a ton of. There's no reason to have a ton of faith in the WWE creative team, but you do have to imagine that you have a really nice place at the table set with a tag team like Team Bad being your, your your champions. Like for just how much fun you can have in some of these tag matches, there's a real great opportunity that the confidence level's not high. They're going to deliver, but the, yeah. like the the place I, is set. Like that's a great I, tag team and, champion. And like yeah. looking on paper, they're the best wrestlers in this I match. Say, they're great tag champs. Like yeah, mm-hmm. like that's a great I'm, team to have the titles. But also like there's no one that's bad like truly terrible in this match anymore. Like Carmella Zelina? Z- the worst not, one's in, Carmella. I'm going to In that. short bursts, both of them are fine. I think like, so too. And you know, like Carmella can be competent when the ring with the right person, you know, and mm-hmm. Zelina, same as Zelina. Like, I feel like Carmella is more of a character. There's always going to be more people who are more character than physical. And I think that's mm-hmm. just Carmella. And I think she's good at it. Um, uh, so with her and Corey was fun. Just like shows like how far the women's like division has progressed now, like where they can have this 11 minute, you know, filler match instead of a three minute one. And there's like less and less people that just are green and need reps on the roster that are getting deeper. And it's like, 
really cool. Like I think all of these teams were really cool and deliver something different. The rise yeah. of the rise of Liv Morgan and how good she's. she's got. Yep, like, she's it's, so it's good. Super cool to see. Like she's improving and getting better, and like her star is shining brighter and brighter. And so stuff like mm. that's cool. And it's like you just love to see shit like that. Yeah, and I'll just you know report in from um, queer Twitter, queer wrestling Twitter. Just ever so all of you know that um, Rhea and Liv is like. Oh, I've seen every literally everything in that world right One now. One of my favorite yeah. things. Oh, yeah. uh, Rhea posted a a pic that would put a lot of people into quote unquote horny jail. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Malcolm Bivens being one of yeah, them. Malcolm Bivens, though, like when he, he posted that fake uh, text, killed me. It's like somebody was texting him. It's like, oh, do you see? Like, it's like, uh, like that Rhea post gonna like destroy the timeline. He's like, what? What happened? I was too busy praying. <laughs> like, I love, I love him. He's the best. He's so good. But yeah, I've, uh, I've seen, the, I've seen all that on Twitter, and it's mm. like, oh, it's, I, yeah, there, there's, I, I've been involved in many DMs from them queer people <laughs> saying like, hey, you should, you'd probably like wrestling. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of horny jail, we've got Edge uh, defeating AJ Styles, uh, who cut himself. Yeah, dude. If you like wrinkly old white guys, oh man, you can get horny. Oh, out this because because edging is a horny thing. That's all. Well, uh, and Edge, I think Edge's character right now to achieve this enlightened uh, state has put himself in horny jail because he's no longer the rated R superstar. Yeah, he's, 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 he hasn't been coming. That's he's, why he's, he's acting this bringing, way. He bringing is a, back the brood. Yeah, uh, I love his new that entrance. I do too. Was- Fucking so strange. Yeah, yo, I love Brody King. I love Colin Young. But fuck them. They like said that this was the House of Black 2.0, and it's not. No, they said it was Wish, Wish House yeah. of Black. Which yeah, and like, like <laughs> no, it's, it's no, good. It's, it's good. It's vampires. Yeah, they're just it's talking like, shit. They're just online yeah. talking. And then, I, and then like before mm. the brood, there was always like, there's been gimmicks like this all the time. The you Ministry make, of Darkness you did not make up the. You did not invent gimmick. it. Yeah, like I, I love them to death, and I love Alistair Black, but this is cool. Yeah. And they're in, they're just very different in reality. Yeah, like, Damian Priest has been a vampire since he showed up, <laughs> and then he stopped being a vampire a little bit. Now he's a vampire again. Well, dude, because you know why? It's because they're about to reintroduce Blade into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you, that yep. I feel oh, like that's Mahershal Lee is their dude. leader. Yeah, dude, and fucking, you know that just means fucking uh, Damian Priest is about to go on a, a winning streak, baby. Yeah. No, well, the, Matri- part of the, Blade. the Matrix is back. The Blade Universe, fucking Triple, Triple H. H. Ryan Reynolds, like this is the, Jessica Biel. This, yes, this, this is the perfect time for it. <laughs> like I know that's silly, but it's the perfect time for it. The yeah. Matrix is back. Blade's coming back. Yeah, so yeah, Morbius. I, I was, so okay. onto the match. Oh I yeah, sorry. Have, I have a very specific opinion on it, and I feel okay. everybody except maybe Zach is going to differ from it. I Let's hear your nasty little thoughts, Esai. I think I started playing Persona again like a couple days before WrestleMania, so I couldn't focus on the match. Okay, <laughs> Matt, what was your opinion on the match? Um, I don't remember much of it. I thought it to me, I was just sort of checked out. I think by that point, it might just be a yeah. fatigue of the two nights. I I yeah. don't remember anything about it being bad. I just don't remember anything about it. I strongly really really liked it, but mm-hmm. it was definitely one hundred percent an edge 
slow burning mm-hmm. match. Yeah, that's and, that's what I expected, and, and maybe I just wasn't ready a lot for of that. People like this match was bad because it was so so, but it's like I don't know what it's not going to go out there and have an indie match. This is an yeah. edge thinking man's match. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I don't think this is their last match. Nope. No, and I think that this match accomplishes getting this character over. Um. And I think that Edge probably does want to have an AJ Styles match. He has seemed horny for it since they did used to do their podcast, you know, and would mm-hmm. talk about mm-hmm. anytime AJ would come up, Edge is just like, who? Like, because it was the fucking New Japan that got him back into watching wrestling at all. This um, To me, this is one of those matches that maybe in, whether it's a few months or maybe a couple of years, I see myself being like, I want to go revisit that uh, AJ Styles Edge WrestleMania Imagine match. if yeah. Edge... I. Imagine if Edge and AJ have the AJ match at SummerSlam. Yeah. The 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 Smarks WrestleMania like that, that that's the way to do it. Because it, like when Edge can go especially when somebody pushes the pace but it's kind of like you need to have AJ be the one going over cuz that's what's going to like even like in the story of like them wrestling that's what's going to put AJ over the Edge for lack of a better term. Is, yeah, is yeah. That, like, that's what he's better at, is the in-ring and pushing the pace. So, yep. fucking Edge winning needs to be slower. It needs to be, like, again, like, no pun intended, brooding. It needs yeah. to be, mm-hmm. like, all that. And it hit. Yeah. I, I love those matches, but I've also... I'm a yeah. huge Edge... Like, an Edge mark, so... Well, well I liked the Randy Orton one. They just shouldn't uh, have Randy called it the Edge. best... Like, like, greatest wrestling match ever. And people yeah, would be right. saying, oh, that's really good. And that's the thing, too. Yeah. It's like, I say, I and really, there wasn't anything. Oh, sorry, go for it, dear. I, I just, at this point, couldn't focus on it. And you have it's to be a in a certain spot. Yeah, you have to be ready to focus and on I, it. I think that's and where I was So I have, I basically have no opinion. I, I don't think it's bad. It was just, it was um, a long, it was a bit of a longer match uh, towards the end of a two night event. And so I think that's just one of the things I, I, while it was on, I just was probably more guilty of looking down at my phone and not paying attention to it, even yeah. though I know it was good. It's one of those, I think I, I think that's just, I think I took a nap. I think there's a handful of matches that exist that I always like going back to. You know, it's one of those things that matches age well, and I imagine this one will age very well. It just, mm-hmm. at the time it was, it just didn't stick out to me super, super heavy. I've been, I've been watching some 2017, 2018 New Japan in the last two days. <laughs> Yeah. Some ages real well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wrestling some wrestling ages so, really well. I don't know how the New Day versus Sheamus and Rich Holland is going to age, but well, I won't hold be on. visiting. I have, a, I have a question before we get to that. Okay. Daddy. Um, who else should become vampires? Um, Rhea? I already know who like, is Malcolm. allegedly. Who? Rhea is one of them. Okay. Yeah. And the other like one that. is a is um Maso Champa. Whoa. I will. Um, Edge I, is a huge fan of his. Yeah. And will will they? Will I mean? I, I know Champa will go all in. Well, I guess they're calling all these people up and changing all their names. Um, so should Champa be under been, Edge? He's already been called him. up. Okay. As uh, Champa? Yeah. Yes, he's been okay. on Raw. He was in the and... he was in the battle royal actually. No. he was in the Dre as Tommaso yeah. Champa, and he has new music. So Though he's, they, he's already they debuted. Could, they could still always. I just fuck I just, with him. That'd be a different. But I think Edge, basically going, this is mine. Like yeah, did, yeah. like Vince isn't gonna. Vince will be like, okay, yeah, let him do it. Um, I, I hope that they bring Rhea actually Rhea and Liv because they're like splitting that tag team or like teasing that and like have them be Edge and Christian in the Brood, but like have it be like just I like have that. Be, like, That's a, a cool a idea. Tag team. 
Um, I would yeah, like them Liv to get someone cool younger vampire. in there. Like, I would like them to get someone younger. Like, maybe like, um, I don't know, maybe not Ridge Holland or like, like Austin Theory. <laughs> Ridge Holland, Austin oh vampire, Austin, Austin Theory as a vampire. Yeah. Matt, call up Matt. Index. Call up Index and put them in the stable as vampires. Yeah, I need. I think I want a younger person. Well, yeah, I want a younger person that's not like generic brawler guy. And Austin's not necessarily that, but I want something a little. I think I don't. I could Austin Theory. That's what I'm going with right now. Turn him into a vampire. He, he doesn't need you it. No, no. It would be better if we're thinking of like NXT. Who's on NXT? I don't know. Um, I want the finest. I, if, if we're doing a. a I think no, uh, that one. No, Ikemenjir. No, he's a silly goose. There's, there's nobody in NXT right now that would fit that. Yeah, there aren't any younger guys, Matt. This is for old boys only. Yeah, no. old, old men only. Yeah, um, old um, men they vampires. Come Tuesday, come up. There oh, and be fuck a part him. Of... <gasps> Rick Boogs when he comes. I fucking back. hate Von Wagner. Like, he legitimately ruins so much enjoyment just by showing his fucking face. <laughs> and they fucking teamed him with. Ka- oh, I was bitching about this. Dude, it's the worst person ever, Joe Gacy, right? Yeah. Um, no, they're teaming. They teamed him with fucking Kyle O'Reilly when like oh, that, yeah. point, Like I was so fucking mad. And it's like, oh my god, it was so shitty. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Rich Holland yeah. beat. Let's get. Yeah, yeah we got Gaston we got mania to get through Xavier here. Woods, and I don't remember the match because I I felt like I went to the bathroom. I was, it was a minute was and it was over. I was it was over. I was outside. I was like, oh, Let's, I'll see the wrestling. I'll watch, I'll see the entrances. Watch the end of it, and then it started. Then it it, mm-hmm. it the whole match was done. The What's the longest done? y'all have ever pissed? Um, like, six minutes. Oh man! After the I know. Long- I will legitimately. I know my answer because me and my friends have done a competition well, of it, and I'm a little over a minute. Dude, I might, yeah, I don't know. After after that Ron Funches show, I pissed for like two and a half hours. <laughs> Ninety three Mississippi is my record. I'm the the, wow. the, the leader oh, among wow. my and uh, this match was only slightly longer than the longest I've ever pissed. <laughs> yeah, it was so long. It was so short. Uh, Did someone get hurt? Like what happened? Biggie. Nope. They no, just, it was just sh- this match was cut from the first night due to time. Well, it was supposed to be a triple threat, right? Three on three. I thought I could be wrong, and I don't really give a fuck, dude. So initially, I think it was booked. So initially, it was supposed to be a three on three. Yeah, he got hurt. But what happened is it got pushed from yes, not yesterday, uh, from the previous night, and so they were just trying to push it in as quick as they could, like get Mm. in and get out. But it's like here's your moment, (laughs) haha. I mean, cool. They got a payday. They got a moment, but that kind of sucks. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Because like all of these people are capable on great. But I heard something too. Like they have matches designed. They have like mania matches specifically designed to shrink or elongate as needed for filler. Like I think these people knew ahead of time. Your role in this show is to either to fill time between things. They all know that this isn't a highlighted match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All these people get that. Um, I would just wish that instead of. Having it be a minute forty match that just like is pointless. Have it go out there and have it literally like the bell rings and then Butch immediately gets in and starts brawling immediate DQ. Like yeah, just have or, it like literally. Or just don't have the Undertaker come again. Yeah, yeah, we didn't need him on night two. We did not need him <laughs> well, on night Derek, two. I like to come. So <laughs> like when I saw it twice, I was like, oh, everybody gets the Undertaker. All right. Yeah, really. Oh, I was yeah. like, it makes, I mean, it, it makes it less special. He's, he's, they're not going to not give Undertaker to Texans. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's old Texas and Red. I'm, and I'm, I'm here to talk to everybody about the Lord. <laughs> this is, okay, uh, 
Side tan- we're going so long. Yeah, we're, we hit Uh-oh. two hours. We've hit yeah. two hours, and we have the biggest matches to talk about on night but, two. But his Hall of Fame speech looked like he was fucking like a pastor of a mega church. A really <laughs> yeah. odd mega church. A creepy one. Yeah, but he's like, oh, I'm going to tell you about how Michelle McCool saved my Honestly, life after I saw her throw a football, so I knew she was good. In three is, simple steps. Is Undertaker joining the House of Black? Yeah. And Undertaker's no, the, the, joining Undertaker a- ripped off the House of Black, according to Brody. <laughs> Yeah, Undertaker's just gonna join the neighborhood watch or whatever his neighborhood is and be a neighborhood cop. That's 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 how he's gonna retire. You're yeah. under citizen's arrest. Yeah. Yard's getting a little long. Grass getting a little long there, Ted. God, he's gonna be the president of the HOA. Yep. God, the Make worst sure thing dial, you can do. And dial eight one one before you're. Notice you didn't have your flag at half mast today. Whenever something happens, because everyone in his neighborhood has big ass flags that belong in, like <laughs> fucking. Oh I don't know. He's he's rich enough to afford a place where it's all shitty people like him. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And he's the president of the HOA. Let's talk about Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. Uh, Pat McAfee rocks. Great time, great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's potentially. I I don't even fantastic. necessarily consider him a a celebrity no. appearance anymore. It's Pat no. McAfee. He's a, he's Pat a, McAfee yeah. fun match with Austin Theory. It was a good time. Um, he yeah. is so athletic, especially for a fucking punter. And it was yeah. so. The best part is Vince McMahon fucking just like just sitting there, the just rubbing time, it in though, Shane's face. The whole time though, like you saw, like you got a weird peek into the mind of Vince McMahon because like what he saw in the ring is exactly what he likes. It's like yeah. one big old beefy fucking quote unquote handsome like young guy all jacked, and then a, a celebrity from another world who's also athletic and jacked and like. He's like, this is everything I could want in WrestleMania. Well, he it's, introduced it's, Austin Theory as a future, what like universal champion, and yeah, which is just like, so you know, he's, he's gonna partially, get fi- he's partially he's get trolling, fired but, in a few yeah. few years, yeah. and then yeah. leave for a couple of years, come back with a really hairy chest, and yeah. uh, and suddenly become world champion finally. And I well, kind of think Vince is trolling a little bit, yeah. but what's also weird about this stuff is like, uh, dr- uh, fucking uh, Triple H is done. So he needs some new stepkids. Yeah. And so now he's got Austin and McAfee. Austin, do you like farts? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Pat McAfee won that match. And then uh, Mr. McMahon comes out. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to wrestle you now. I got, big, I got vascular never, arms. Like, move on camera again. Because he cannot mm. walk. He looks... No. It was weird, but... Well, he's having fun out there. It man. was all in service... To one fucking more round. Just a yep. couple more fucking Steve Weisers, baby. Gang, 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 so perfect, because like, we all yeah. knew night one was happening, but like they still managed to get the cool surprise of it. Yep. Like, yep. like they did at 32, where it was a surprise that he came out. Because well, you're already was... in this fucking fantasy world where I'm like, did I just yeah. watch Vince McMahon have a match at WrestleMania against Pat McAfee? And this was the big surprise I thought was happening after the main event. Uh, <laughs> but... It, like, I know I said we didn't need more Undertaker. This was perfect. Having Austin come in again, and just, he was having more fun, because he didn't have to fight. He was just there we legitimately that, having that fun. Last fucking McMahon stunner. That last yeah. super shitty worst no, stunner to ever fucking I don't... I don't blame him. He's no, an old man. Fine. He's an old man. He probably got kicked and was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and probably. like, he probably actually fell down. 
I don't I don't think he like did anything. However, Austin Theory might be my favorite stunner stunner seller ever. That was really good. That one was really yeah. good. I actually like Pat Pat's Mac a little bit Pat's more. Pat's was better when he spits the straight the up fountain. Like Yeah, but like That's Austin, a Shane McMahon like, move though. Yeah. Austin put it up like he's like, This is this killed me. I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did the Scott Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone yeah, who's out there. Looked, his looked more cartoonish, yeah. and I think I like the cartoony cells sometimes. Anyone out especially there who's like delivering critique over how fucking Vince McMahon took that stunner just needs to realize what that moment was. And Except it, for it, fucking it the video of Mick Foley watching it is the funniest <laughs> that one's thing fine. in the yeah. world. Like if, yeah. if you're one of the boys... <laughs> acknowledge, it's bad. acknowledge it's bad, but don't talk shit. It's like, whatever. I don't give like, a fuck a... because it was such a fun moment. Exactly. And and that's his history. And he's I, never done it well. Yeah, I needed... I don't know. I felt like I needed that as a wrestling fan. I felt so yeah. invigorated after Mania <laughs> because it's like, I gotta feel like a child again, you know? I gotta yeah. have that like, like, fuck yeah, this is cool. Like, I remember why I like this. It may be shitty sometimes, but God damn it, this made me feel. And it, it felt like yep. they, they tied up a loose end that was decades old. They gave us yep. the last little part on that whole chapter, and that was just super cool. You get I to see someone come it. in and then go out on their own terms after having wrestling with their with their feelings for the last couple, you know, decades. Yep. Oh, yep. hell yeah. All right. And he almost stunned his brother. I wanted him to stun his brother. Here's my he brother. To I'm going to stun his ass. What? Oh shit! What'd you uh, think of my match, dude? He just fucking it was takes wonderful. He takes I down. Loved it, dude. He just takes down a shitload of Steve Weiser's. Like I'm handing out stunners to the crowd. Who was one? Come on! Oh, that'd be the funniest also, thing. It's like they have like a line of people just come to get stunned. Like in the fight, like you see the yeah, fucking like yeah. cult churches where the people come up to get like he get like, their hands hand, laid on them, yeah, hands laid yeah. on them and healed. It's but it's just through stunners or like getting a chop off oh, of Manoki. Was yeah. it? I'm gonna yeah. stun you out of that wheelchair, son. What? I just I it was it was so much fun. He drinks so much beer um, when he's got to. And just was, the, when he was fucking flying around the ring with his, like he had his arms out flying around the ring. Yeah, that, the last shot of Pat. That they cut to. He's laying on the, on the ground, pouring a beer straight into his open mouth. It, that, yep, just encapsulated the moment. It was wonderful. Uh, and then we had the. We gotta the, step back. No, that was it. That's where WrestleMania ended. Fans, and that's what. And that's yeah, exactly. What, that's what I love about it. It's like I just gotta. I was just there watching it as fucking like ten year old Eastside would be watching. And it, this might sound really cliche, especially given what the Jericho Appreciation Society stuff is. But sometimes it is nice to differentiate pro wrestling from sports entertainment. And, and like mm-hmm. sometimes you're like, you know mm-hmm. what? Sports entertainment is valid and fun as fuck. Yeah, I want to be sports entertained. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I just want to be. Are you not show. sports entertained? I certainly. <laughs> that that was that that was me to everybody else during the next match. Well, okay. Here's the deal. I was hyped for this match because oh, I you, said you were high. Like I was no. high. I mean, probably. I but, was. I was gonna say yes, and I certainly was. But I was. I was really excited because Roman's new. This is the first time they fought where Roman's new. Brock is new. It's like going to be a cool, cool big thing. And it was the same. Yeah, I think we're just it was, cursed for them to not have good chemistry in a, in a, a match. But also, of course, his no, fucking was, shoulder went out. It was, I get a, that. it was the first. It was the uh, the first one was too good. WrestleMania mm, 31's great. That one is like, such a great match. But then after that, it's like they kind of found a formula. Like, hey, I, this worked yeah. once, and then they went to yeah. well. Finish, finish, finish. I thought it was going to be different. I thought it was going to be different. It was longer than they have been. It was. 12 That's minutes? About it. <laughs> it's just, 
And then, so I was like, oh, that was a wet fart. And then nothing happens at the end. And I don't think they know where they're going. No, well, I, I think I they don't... do now, but I think they figured it out Friday afternoon. <laughs> but I mean, like I, I Roman was he did have a shoulder dislocation right in the match, and so there was something that did have to bring bring it home a little bit early. I do think they had a different ending planned out, but um, it so they I think they just had to kind of draw it to a close, which is why I thought it just landed so flat. But at the same time, too, it's I wasn't expecting this one to blow the roof off the the place just because it. It almost seems like with everything else, they did a, a good enough job, like, for the most part. I feel like everything for WrestleMania that they tried to put so much build into is what fell so flat. Sometimes it's just like, yep. let the work just fucking work. I, I think, too, is that I think a lot of people have a lot of expectations for, like, legitimately the last match of the show. Right. Um, yes. Yes. It was never going to be that. And no, it worked for the crowd that was there. Yeah. And sometimes it's all yeah. you can ask for. And yeah, I, I think a lot of people who are like wanting these like New Japan like epics, you know, like thirty minute ones. It's like it's, you're never gonna get that. It's like I just I don't know why some people it. even like. And this isn't even to you, but it's like I don't know why some people even give a fuck or watch it. It's like they're not gonna care about this. And it's like, yo, if this isn't giving you what you want, like you can just, like then it's like yeah. don't pay any I, to it. It's like go to the things yeah. you like. Find the things that you like, brother. Yeah, and I'm not like I'm not like mad about it. I just I thought it was gonna be different. I just, I just think, yeah, That's I, think, it. I think these two have been doing more interesting work. Oh yeah. Than, than this match was, you know, yeah. did, didn't live up to how good these two could could be, have been, like Yeah. You know. And I've been spoiled by movies. I thought there was gonna be a post credit scene that sets up the next season. Right, like I thought, I thought I was gonna get something. We've been waiting and, for that at WrestleMania's like the last few years, and just like, well, and night one you know? left us with just this like satisfying moment that night two just didn't land it on. So we had the juxtaposition of already feeling one way about this event to yeah. just you know not to say it let me down, but it just it was not it did not hit the 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 apex that the the night before hit, and so you kind of obviously have to compare the two because they're one event. And but it was like it didn't for me it didn't take away from the overall umbrella of WrestleMania. No, I think not between at all. night one and night two, it was just a, a really good celebration of being a wrestling fan with a few low points in it. But I know, think if you also, like um, worth the eight and a half hours I gave it this Brock that last Lesnar weekend. Should like him doing his own introduction and it yes, being fantastic. that was great. It's like it's like oh my god, why is this guy so good at talking? Like yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. like <laughs> where did this come from? Because he's been listening to Paul his whole life. Dude, and now it seems like he's having a real-life fucking I, Randy Orton moment where he's not being a horrible shitbag of a having, person. He's having fun. He's having fun, and, and I think that's what it is. that dude Yellowstone, like he, like, he, like, fucking made his way, like, of course, like, oh, I gotta go shake that hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I that love dude, Yellowstone. Man, that dude, that dude is, like, set for life for feeling good about himself. Because he, you hear him say, I've been, I'm a lifelong fan. Like and then for your for some Brock Lesnar to, to be, be that. like, dude, I love you. You love me. I love, I love you. you. So like, for Brock Lesnar oh. to show like it's been really weird seeing Brock Lesnar show like these human emotions, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like yeah. got, like another one in that like backstage little clip. But um, I think that's what's been so fun about this Brock run. And um, I mean, who knows what happens with Brock later? Um, but <sighs> hey, um, this was what like to me that they did the match. I one thousand percent expected. And yeah. so I wasn't, I was not disappointed. It was, and it was my fault for having too high expectations. And then the, um, the crowd was into it. So at the end of it, I was like, 
like, yeah, it was, it was there, but it's like the crowd yeah. liked it. And so there it is. It did feel so, big, though. It did feel like it was a big deal. Oh, yeah. You did. It did. Um, so Roman's fighting Shinsuke next. Yes. Do we still think it's going to end with The Rock? Uh, eventually. I, I don't know if it's going to be for the title, but it's going to end with The Rock. Because I feel like at this point it's gone on too long. I'm tired of, like, I love Roman. I'm glad he, like, got his due as the champion that's cool, but it has been it has been going on too long at this point. It'll it's be, stale. It's it, stale. It'll he's be two years of, at SummerSlam. He's out of competitors that are fun. Yep. Um, like... Because he already fought Drew, right? They, that was never for the title. That no, was that, that was, was their the co champ. They were the two different champions. So. Yeah, they, they they still need to fight. And it's okay. like Drew and Bobby are the big ones. Drew and Bobby. Yeah, and yeah. there are people. Those are, there's still people. Yeah, I think if they, yeah. if they if they build this, do you think Cody's gonna take it off? Oh, do you think he's gonna? I do you think, think Vince is gonna do, do that? World champion. Yeah, like, I, this year probably. I think. Oh yeah. They. I mean, they've got to figure out a way for him to eventually lose one of those two titles. And I hope to God he doesn't just drop it, but he seems he said his intentions that he's not going to do that. I think what they have to do is the Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho and redacted match where Kurt Angle was um, Euro Euro continental champion. He had the European and IC belt and it was a triple threat. First pin go. It takes one belt. Second pin takes another do something like that and have Roman lose one of his two belts, like, but not get pinned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get it on Cody or, or like, or the, that could be Cody getting it, you know, like they're going to do some kind of way for him to lose one of the two belts. Hopefully. I just, I don't know. It was interesting for so long and now it's not interesting to me anymore. And yes, I'm only watching tangentially, but it's, like so, the Kevin Owens stuff was so fun. I, I, it's not necessarily that Roman is doing a bad job, or I, I no, he's not. I, like I don't his, think he I is. I like his character and everything that's going along with him. Because um, yes. like him being like, like super scared about Brock Lesnar talking shit, but then Brock comes into the building. I like his development. It's just that they they them as a company don't have anybody that's credible right now that's ready to go. Yeah, yeah, and that's. That's their own fault, but it's like I don't know. I don't know. I just I want it to be better than it is. I guess yeah. and that's my own fault. We're um, allowed. We're allowed to want more. No, Okada didn't have to be on TV every week. Yeah, yeah, true. But true. All in all, good dang time. Yeah, I I really enjoyed WrestleMania. I mean, I will think about that Jackass match for a long time. I'm yeah. gonna rewatch it for sure. I've. I've rewatched a lot of this WrestleMania already. I rewatched Cody and Seth literally like right after WrestleMania night one was done. Um, like, and I've actually rewatched it a couple times, like, cause I'm just, I'm fascinated by the I, meta level of that match. But I didn't like, know the WWE universe would care as much as they did. I don't so, think anyone I didn't, was sure. I didn't, happened. I didn't know they were as in tune. Like I knew is, it was a big deal. They they know he like even if they're just super like they know AAW is a thing. They think it's lower, but it's like oh we got uh, like he's our guy and he's back with us mm. now. It's like yeah be- that makes because sense. AEW fans and a lot of independent wrestling fans and 
like Japanese wrestling fans in general are very grating with like how loud they're like they share their opinions. And I definitely was a hundred percent the same way, like especially when I was first getting into that stuff, because it is mm-hmm. cool and it's exciting and it's different. Um it is and so it's like but the WWE people, universe is its own set of Yeah. And of wrestling course there's, fans. there's crossover, but it's like the hardcore yeah. pro wrestling fans and then like the WWE fans, like they almost get made to feel like you're like a lot of them, like, oh, you're so fucking stupid for watching that shit. How do you watch it? You got to be fucking brain dead, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you need to watch this fucking match from this, like, obscure indie with, like, 12 people. And, like, yeah. and like I said, I understand, like, there's better stuff than what we can get a lot on weekly television. Mm-hmm. But um, it drives people away. And it yep. makes people get even more of that tribalism. So Cody coming back to a lot of those fans is like, we got one on you. That's our yeah. guy. And he's back yeah. home. Yeah. It really yeah. felt like the prodigal son returns. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was um, WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, should we just wrap it up? Let's wrap Skip it up because I have to go to the bathroom. Zubay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, uh, yeah. Thank you. Let's just, I'm just going to fucking do it. Uh, th- that's our episode. Thanks for listening. Um, Happy Shawn Michaels is the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah, ah. sure. Sure, we'll see. We'll fucking yeah. uh, see. And uh, Boys 316 says, what? imagine if AEW somehow blocked the American Nightmare nickname so Cody Rhodes had to be give up the ghost Cody Rhodes. God damn it. <laughs> that was a very... Uh,